You are back in the Death House and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the expedition began their exploration of the long-abandoned house, discovering its mysteries and the horrors that dwell within. Our heroes learned that the previous owners, the Durst family, were performing terrible rituals below the house and that little Rose and Thorn were in fact specters. They then delved into the crypts and finally put the children's souls to rest. Now they delve even deeper to face the true horror that lurks beneath the house. As always, the audio quality reflects our humble beginnings, but does improve over time. With that out of the way, let us conclude the ghostly story of Chapter 1, Death House. I think uh, I think Sarnax speaks for me for, as well in this in- instance, and I I to apologize. I, I only had everyone's best interest in mind, and and often when I've dealt with anything even remotely like this, it's never been good. And, and, and I, I apologize for again stepping out of line, and, and I'm sorry. And I take uh, two gold coins from my my money. I leave one gold piece in each of the. Uh, the uh, coffins as a, as a token of, of, you know, passage or something. It's my apologies. It's a common, um, a common uh, tradition in the order. So I'm sorry. I, I, I was, again, as, as Sarnak said, we were overly cautious. Uh, uh, Professor Connor, you were acting out of uh, your normalities, and, and, and I apologize. Well, of course, of course. I'm just glad that... We could bring them some rest and hopefully provide vengeance, vengeance to And beyond that, the broken god sees the deeds that you've done, sees that you've carried the pain of these two small children between you. He thanks you. He weeps his tears upon you and blesses you both. Thank you. Thank I think, you. I think we need to... I'm feeling a little braver now that we put them in a rest. I think... We should at least see who's buried in the rest of these crypts. Given the fact that, that there would be the, the, the nursemaid was upstairs, I don't... Perhaps the parents that came down to fight the monster are, in fact, dead and buried here. And I must know. I'm no longer under the will of Rose, so I will follow your direction, Professor. Oh. Are we okay? Just very quickly. Your decision, Professor. You're in charge. You need to see who's buried there. Go ahead. As always, I'll watch six. I just want to, like, basically just really quickly just try to see who else is buried in these crypts that we know exist. Okay. Uh, Roll an investigation check, and I will just do it quickly. Uh, 20. Perfect. You make your way down the... uh, back towards the way that you came... And back into that alcove, and you find um, two crypts open here as well. Um, one completely empty. You immediately notice the dark blank slab meant to seal this crypt has been left leaning against the nearby wall. A quick glance shows you that this room is completely empty. The one next to it, in similar disheveled shape, forgotten against the wall, that same stone slab. However, this one etched with the words Walter Durst. The name is notated here, but the room beyond it is empty. No small coffin. 
nothing upon the dais that sits towards the Oh, shit. Do I recall from the painting that the oh. woman, the, the mother was, or sorry, the father was holding the baby, was the baby completely covered? Was completely wrapped, okay. so you couldn't see anything at all. This makes me wonder if the stillborn Walter wasn't quite stillborn. Well, Professor, what do you mean by that? He perhaps, didn't cry. Perhaps he is some horrible abomination, like the specter we saw, like the ghosts of the children, perhaps. You don't think he's the monstrosity, do you? He very well may be. I made that connection long ago. I hoped to be wrong. Professor, Mr. Sarnax, how can you put that on a child to bear, that darkness? Agreed. He, his birth may have been through dark means. It may not have been a choice of the child himself, but foul act by the parents. Perhaps, but wouldn't Countess Strahd have known in that letter? Perhaps, perhaps not. Perhaps she, it was she mentioned her dark misfortunes and the lack. I mean, she seems powerful, but not omnipotent, not 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 completely all-powerful over this realm. Perhaps she is, but I haven't gotten that sense yet. And then we 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 must look at the other crypts. And I want to go and see the other two. So while this is going on, I think what I want to do is knowing that this is the only direction that we haven't. I'm just gonna stand guard and okay. watch while the professor does his thing. Just and, making sure nothing's yeah, nothing coming comes at you. Yeah, roll a uh, roll a perception check. And I'm investigating. You head towards the final. Um, Twenty-one. Perfect. You head towards the final area of crypts, and it is here that you see that both the stone slabs are firmly in place, names etched on the front of each of them. One of them reading Gustav Durst, the other Elizabeth Durst. The parents? It looks like, as you look at it, that it could be moved, but would require a little bit of strength. Professor, perhaps it is best to leave the dead dead. For once I agree with Mr. Sarnax. Let them lie. All right, let's continue. Uh, Professor, are you, are you sure you're ready to move on? I, I honestly expected you to say, uh, uh, Shepard, uh, do, do the thing, uh, you know, but I didn't hear it, so. Well, I would much like, like to sound like that. I would suggest perhaps, Connor, you look the strongest of all of us. Perhaps you quickly open. I just give him a Yeah, I say, uh, I don't want to, to disturb the dead, but we, we know that one parents perhaps no good. One look. I will not be fed into this. Like Why have you changed your mind, Sarnax? If we seek answers to the fate of the parents, perhaps they are already dead. We need to know if the corpses are already on, are inside, or do they do they await us? We don't know. It is additional knowledge ahead. I now realize that. Fine. Are you asking Kana not open the door? Anyone that will assist, yes. All right, Kana. Me and you. We got this? I don't feel good about it. Disturbing. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. I will I'd rather not you... Sure. Is that... Is that a matter? I don't want... I don't... 
look, I'm getting paid. I'm here to do what I'm supposed to do. I listen to the professor whether I like it or not. I offer my guidance and I've been told once or twice that I've been stepping out of line. So I don't want to make you do anything you don't want to do. I will assist, but with hope that we don't take anything that is not ours. Of course not. We just need to know. We're not contemplating robbers. I know we need to know if they did. Mr. Shepard has a common cowboy mentality, but we can't put that upon him to be a thief. He's not a bad person. That's right. He's no grave robber. I will assist. <laughs> I leave you. Roll a strength check at advantage. Um. Oh shit. Well, are you sure? An athletic check. <laughs> are you sure? Who's the strongest? Can Kana do it? Kana can that do it. That is why I want to assist Kana. Kana's then Kana can do it. Kana can do it. The only reason I didn't say anything is I figured the professor would tell me to do it, right? And then I would say, "Hey, I don't look very strong." Twenty-three. Oh, thank you. Easily God. able to move the stone slab to the side uh, with the strength that you have honed throughout your your life in Yona. And you stare into the crypt of Gustav Durst. The stone slab now barring your entrance to this crypt is etched with the name Gustav Durst. And having removed the slab that prevented your entrance, you make your way into the crypt. The room beyond contains a raised stone buyer. Sitting atop it is a finely crafted wooden coffin. The coffin is empty. <sighs> I hate to say it, but yet again, the professor might have been right. Does the coffin seem disturbed? Or does it seem like it, roll it was... A, roll a perception check. Uh, seven. It looks exactly like you would think a wooden coffin would look on a stone buyer. Please check the other. So shine a light. Roll uh, strength or an, get ready to I'll, light I'll the other one. An athletics at advantage. Uh, not as good, but seventeen. All right, that's good enough. You move this um, stone slab to the side, and you make your way in. As you approach, you can immediately read the name Elizabeth Beth Durst. Durst etched into the um, buyer beneath where the coffin is. The raised stone buyer holds an empty wooden coffin aloft at the back of this room. Up here in the coffin. It is empty. It is empty. It is up to us to fill these coffins with their corpses then, it seems. So they are... And Walter too. Vile gold, whatever it is. These, These poor creatures didn't have a choice in any of this. Those poor children. I, I, I mean, I, they've just been pawns in this horrible, horrible scheme. We will get vengeance. Yes. Don't, don't, don't vengeance. you worry. Vengeance is the least of my worries. Mr. Morgan, we, we will, we will have vengeance. We will bring rest to these poor children and we will defeat whatever monster this is, even if it is a stillborn baby. Shall we continue? Sarnax, please use the lantern. The light of Garrix will lead our way and keep us safe. The light's been good for us, and, and I, I appreciate you and, and your religion. I do. Perhaps all of us will be bathed in the glorious hellfire of Garrix the Fire. Not anytime soon, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> As, as, a, see, as a tiefling, I know I have a hellish background, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, that's, that wouldn't yeah. be, like, weird to me. 
God, Sarnax, I did not expect Sarnax to be my best friend. <laughs> Gonna be honest. Entering into this room, the scent of stale earth assails your nostrils. Looking around, you can see exposed soil peeking through the wood and stone that line this room. There's a darkened alcove worked into the wall to the south, and in the very center of the room sits a wood table flanked by long, rotting benches. Moldy, humanoid bones lie strewn around the dirt floor. You can't help but wonder if these could be the remnants of the cult's vile banquets. Disgusting. Then we shall continue and snuff out the evil that lurks here. But we are blind in the night. The light of Gyrix will light our way, and I will... Continue to move. I, I want to listen and see if I can hear the direction that the chanting is coming from. You listen, and the chanting is still ever-present. It sounds like it reverberates everywhere, but you cannot discern a direction from mm. here. Can I check for footprints to see if they may be leading in any particular direction? Roller survival check. And I would also like to kind of just feel for, like, vibration of sound. I would say that you can feel the vibration of sound. It is feels like it's coming from everywhere. It's vibrating okay. through the floor and the okay. walls and everything. 19 for survival. Ooh. You look down on the ground around you, and you do see footsteps, but it's similar to when you entered this place. They're ancient, thousands of years old, maybe. They're incredibly, incredibly aged footsteps that are sunken into the, um, into the, the earth of the floor here, and... They have been indented that way for many, many years. And that's all directions? All there? directions. Okay. I will suggest we go down the larger hallway. The other one is a bit more narrow, I believe. I mean, Sarnax, you've been, you've been very decisive, and it seems like you have purpose. Do you feel any particular way? I feel the coursing fire of my God through my entire being, driving me forward to burn this down and ignite to the renewal. Sounds like you said forward, which should be west to me, but I'm only letting the DM know because west is forward for us. Thank you. Forward sounds like... Leaving the dining hall, the chanting gets louder and louder as you head towards the north. You reach an area that extends in four separate directions. The chanting pounding in your ears, beginning to make you feel dizzy and disoriented. You see before you the ground beginning to quake down two of the splitting hallways. The dirt churns at your feet as a hand claws its way out of the earth, followed quickly by a long skeletal arm, and then entire forms begin to emerge from four separate spots along these darkened hallways, their flesh torn and in discolored hues of green and yellow. Lifeless, milky eyes stare at you as four ghouls begin to shamble directly at you. I need you all to roll for initiative. You see as they begin to shamble directly towards you, their... Tongues lolling out of their mouths, the skin pockmarked and decaying, bits and chunks of it flying off with every step that they take. Sarnax, uh, it is your round in combat. We're gonna fear it. I am going to uh, raise my lantern high and say, Undead creatures, you will cower in the fire of Garrett's. And I'm gonna turn undead. Ooh. Oh, I fucking love this. Everything within within thirty feet needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they have all passed. Okay. What? That's my turn. 
Oh, they they long. are enabled with as long as they're within thirty feet of each other. They are they have advantage on a turn on death. Wow! Yep, that's it. It is that's their turn. So the they are going to move immediately towards you, one stacked against the other. The first two are going to make their attacks against Sarnax. The first one is going to go in with a bite attack, um, and it is a ten to hit, so that is going to miss. The next one is going to make a claw attack with a natural one, so it is also going to miss. Uh, Shepard, it is your turn. I will... Uh, no, I'm just going to take two shots at the first one I see. Um, it's going to be a 20 and a 23. That hits. Twenty. Uh, sorry, 14 points of damage to the first one that I see. First you one take one of your shots and you shoot into it. Flesh sprays all over Sarnax sorry. as your um, as as your fire uh, your shot finds purchase in this creature, um, and it looks like it is barely holding on with that shot. Dang. Um, I will hit uh, the one that's diagonally left of me uh, with a ten. A ten misses. Yeah. That'll be uh, that'll be my turn. Uh, I will do the old firebolty business, and that probably hits. That's got a good old twenty-two to the one that. Um, to which one? My, my good friend Shepard already hit. Number four. Number four. You hurl your moat of fire directly towards it, and it ignites into flames. The remnants of flesh melting away from the bone as it turns into almost a jelly-like substance as it sinks to the floor. The bones and muscle tissue that were still hanging on begin to um, crackle and ignite as the bones clatter to the floor, and that one is dead. Victoria? Um, I'm going to just kind of focus my energy on the one in front of me and fire crackles in my eyes and a firebolt. Nine. Uh, that misses. And that's including your modifier? Okay, yeah, no. You you see as she reaches, she reaches her hand out, and this time, expecting to see that strange spectral hand, instead you see a pulse of shadowy energy um, burst forth from her outstretched palm. And it looks like it's about to hit, but the exposed ribcage, a giant gaping hole as it turns itself is exposed, and the bolt of shadow hurls directly through it, missing. Cool. Uh, it is now Sarnax's turn. I'm going to step. I'm going to step here, so I can. I'm in five feet of both of them. I mean, I mean no, that it doesn't really matter. If all three are within five feet of me, then it's all of them. If not, okay. I'm going to uh, ch- uh, hold up my lantern. So only two of them will okay, be within yeah. five feet. Of me. Um, I'll hold up my lantern, and uh, I, I need a, I need a word here. I will just sit. I look at all of them. I'll say burn. And uh, that's my word of radiance, and they need to make a constant yeah. three of 14. Okay, first one got a five, and next one got a 17. Uh, 17, okay, 17 passes. The one with five is uh, the one that failed. Only the one that failed is gonna take damage. And okay. he's gonna take some radiant damage, and that's gonna be one point of radiant damage. Which one? Uh, Just pick the one that failed. Uh, number <laughs> one, we'll say. Okay, you um, cast radiance out from you, this swirling, um, heavenly fire that swirls about from your lantern um, and it singes the flesh from one of these. The other seems to shamble away awkwardly. Um, it is now their turn. Um, one of them is going to reach forward and attempt to bite onto um, Shepard, having 
it having done a significant amount of damage with a natural 20. Oh, um, it is going to bite into you. Well, oh, Shepard, look out! It's what? now six. Oh, wait. Oh! Wait, what? What? Down to the bottom left! I did not roll the six. I did. Divination wizard, my go friend. Down. I did it. I just got You see, yeah, good. Good, as this good. as this ghoul goes in, his teeth about to sink into um, into Shepard, and you see a light go on in Clayton's eyes. It's almost as if he's calculating the situation a second before it should be able to happen, and he calls out to Shepard, "To the left, Shepard!" And you move just quickly enough that the teeth are not able to find purchase on you, and it misses its hit. My man. Mm-hmm. Divination wizards, they're amazing. I love it. So the next one is going to go in and it's going to make a uh, claw attack against Kana. No. Um, With uh, an eight to hit. So uh, no, it actually won't. See, I said so. You're a divination wizard as well. You have a third (laughs) third ghoul? Uh, The third ghoul is not close enough. It's behind the other guy, so it can't attack. They're all jammed up in the ghoul trap again. Shepard. Um, so I'm gonna fire upon number one, which is still right in front of me, two attacks. Yikes. Go for it. Judgment and redemption. Uh oh. Uh it's gonna be a 24 and a 15. Both hit. Yeah, yeah baby. Archery, man. Uh that's gonna be a tw- 19 points of damage to number one. Whew. You know, in a similar fashion to what happened with the uh, suit of armor upstairs, you take judgment and redemption and you place the barrels of your weapons against the uh, exposed chest of this ghoul. And you look at it and you give it a wink as you let both triggers off at once. The entire rib cage splinters into pieces. The ghoul lets out a <laughs> as it tumbles to the ground end. Awooga. That's my turn. Uh, that's me, I think, right? It is Akana. Um, I will smack the one that's closest to us, which is... <laughs> the one that's closest to me. I don't know what number I that can. is. Yeah. Uh, two. Two. I'll sure. smack two. I think this will hit with an 18. That misses. No, that hits. I just bought you with the outside. Uh, that'll be five points of slashing damage. All right, you take your glaive and you sink it into this disgusting flesh. It makes gurgling and popping noises as the viscous liquid inside of it, um, the exposure to air and dirt for so long has clotted and coagulated it as it sticks to your glaive and strings out from the exposed cut that you made in it, but uh, you wounded it a bit. That's disgusting. You're welcome. It's my turn. Mm, I love biscuit. I love biscuit liquid. Biscuit liquid? Clayton, you're up. Clayton. Oh, I do believe I will say (laughs) Gnosis. That's good. Uh, 20. Nice damage. Seven hips. Nine damage. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. You lift your finger and hurl that mode of fire once again, (laughs) blasting into it. The same liquid that was coating your glaive is now singed from it as it falls in embers to the ground. Um, He is staggering there in front of you. Toria. With an air of self doubt. (laughs) Get it a good shake. Come on. Fuck. It has a really low AC. (laughs) Come on, girl. How low, (laughs) Mickey? What did you get? Hit 11! I'm giving you different oh No, here, I'm giving her these ones. These ones roll really well for Wait, me, and they're kind of shadowy. Plus, yeah, plus five, that's 11, here. yeah. Tharnax, yeah. top oh, of the round. Is, is it? Shit. Yes. Uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to stand, fuck. 
I can't get... I am just simply going to uh, look at the one that is still alive, and I will... Uh, two are alive. Two are alive. Oh, the, the, the one that's weakest. Number two. And uh, I will uh, just call upon the power of Garrus and uh, a deck saving throw uh, for a sacred flame. What is the uh, Nine. Nine fails. So he will take some damage here. Yes, yes, he will. Another two points of radiant damage. <laughs> Jesus, why do you use that? <laughs> you're very consistent. That's all I'm going to say. Once again, your lantern is raised into the air and the swirling holy flames begin to consume the small enclosure of this hallway and it singes the bits of flesh as it's reaching out, attempting to, to grab at you. It's gnawing and mashing. It's, um, it's, uh, Exposed skull, only a few of its teeth, um, held in place. Um, but it is hungry and it, Sarnax is like constipation, slow and steady. Yep. Ew. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me. Exactly. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. And it is their turn. Number two is going to reach in and attempt to uh, make a claw attack against Sarnax. Um, and it is going to get a 19, no, sorry, uh, 21. Uh, so that hits. Blind. Uh, disadvantage. This <laughs> I'm going to use my reaction to uh, attack it with my Naginata. As, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Let for it my sentinel feet. That'll hit with a 23. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish this bitch off. Look at that. Hey, that'll be 12 points of slashing damage. Hell yeah. Give up. You see as this creature reaches in to claw at Sarnax. He holds his lantern high and it reels back. Um... Okay, good, yeah. It's uh, yeah. check for blind. It reels back and is unable to find purchase on his flesh. You take this opportunity to slide your glaive into it, rending the top half from the bottom half as they slide apart with a sickening, um, sticky, as it, as it uh, falls to the ground. The other one, now seeing his friend dead in front of him, moves forward and is going to make a claw attack against Arnett. Your friends? Ooh. Oh, wow, I feel that bad sucks, now. man. Uh, 18? 18. God, that will hit, and I can't blind his ass. Meter beat, right? We are going to take... 12,000 points of damage, and you're dead six ways of Sunday. Eight points of wow. slashing damage. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I need you to oh, roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, you're good. You're uh, yeah, oh, I, should be, I should be fine here. Oh yeah, that's okay. So you you feel as the claws sink into your skin, and a, a sickening um, a sickening tremor begins to form in your stomach as you feel some. Um, as you feel something begin to seep into your blood your bloodstream, where the claws um, tore open the flesh, but you are able to. Hold yourself together and uh, steal yourself against whatever foul magic is trying to do to you. And it is Shepherd's turn. I'm going to take two attacks against the last remaining ghoul. Uh, 12 and a 19. Both hit. Wow. AC is 12. Uh, it's going to be a 19 points of damage. Shit. You take both of your weapons again, and you fire as as the as the form um, of the one in front of it slides apart and uh, clatters to the ground. It leans forward and slices your friend, and just as it reels up to take a bite, you shoot two bolts direct or two. Um, uh, Shots. Huh? 
shots. You, you, uh, you take two shots directly into its head, blasting off half of its jaw and part of its forehead. And it is, its tongue lolls out, mostly gone, and it looks like it barely has any life left. No! <laughs> you, you did almost one-shot it. Fuck. It's That's my right. turn now. Let him have it. Probably not going to hit. Oh, no, oh, maybe. You hit. 16. You 12, yeah. yes, it, you hit. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's pretty plus good. Three. That'll be, uh, yeah, plus three, so it's 11 points of slashing damage. You shoot in one shot and two shot just as Kana whips up her glaive, slicing directly through the entrance holes where your, where your um, shots fired, and they both hit at the same time, it's hard to know who dealt the final blow on this one. As you see its head completely explode, um, the whip around that she does with her glaive is done with such precision and dexterity that all of the bits of flying pieces of flesh that would have hit her in the face are um, whipped around and shot the other direction and she is in pristine shape, having knocked pieces away from her. Is the monster dead? It is dead. Okay. So then immediately as the monster falls, I'm going to turn to Kana as I sheath my weapons and say, uh, do you reckon that was me or you? I think it's fair to say we both contributed evenly. Fair enough. My money would be on her. Uh, a nice, uh, slashing, I guess. <laughs> nice job. Thank you. I'm very unfamiliar with your weapons, but they were very so effective. the DM. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Sonic, are you okay? You took quite the hits. I would like to rest. I suppose we haven't rested since we've gotten here. We have not. Perhaps we can sit down at the table on the benches where they had horrible dinners. <laughs> as long as we keep watch, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just feel bad I haven't taken a single hit since I've That is the purpose of us, Professor. Door, but you, you all are doing wonderfully. I, I, I feel pretty good. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, Professor. I feel all right. Well, that's great. I, I'm feeling good. When I say that, I don't mean to taunt the dungeon master. I just want to, 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 to preface that. I'm just letting you know that I'm feeling all right. But Sonic, please do take a seat because we haven't taken a rest at all. If, if we, I, would, I, will, I wouldn't advise it, but I will take everybody's, you know, opinions into consideration. I, I, I'm good. To, I'm good to take guard. I'm good to take watch. Well. I will join you for a short rest. Sonic, do, like do you think that you... I would like to rest okay. and pray right. to Garrix. Let us do that. So, we, are, are we planning on a short rest? Short rest. Uh, then, then I will I will stand guard for the uh, entirety of the short rest. I do not need to take one, so... You, you make your way back into the dining hall, and it takes a bit of cleanup, but you all work together to clean off enough of a spot around the table, removing, uh, scrubbing out some of the uh, deeply soaked in blood stains and piling the bones in an area where it's not inhibiting you as you sit down and you begin to take a rest together. Um, I'll say you're actively perceiving, um, so go ahead and roll a perception with advantage. Everyone or just? Just. Uh, oh, Shepard. Shepard. Oh, shit. That's you. Uh, that's, with advantage. Oh, thank God. Thank oh, yeah, yeah. I got a four to twenty. My yeah. perception is gonna be plus five to twenty-five. Perfect. Ooh. And so that will be for the remainder of the rest. And you guys begin to enjoy a short rest. So uh, yeah. a short rest is is, is about a thirty hour. minutes to an hour. All right, my hunter's mark will fall. Okay. I got exactly enough to uh, to get maxed out. Thank fucking god. I feel better now. 
now that I've prayed and communed with my God. Yes. Me too. Well, if you're feeling better. ready to go, we should leave this foul room. So do we think that it's clear that they were killing and eating people? Yes. It is very clear. I don't think it needs to be said, but... They were. I just wanted to confirm my suspicions. It is disgusting. Shall we keep moving west, or should we move to a different park now? Well, we've, we've reached a point where we have, uh, you know, three options here. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Sarnax. It's gotten light. And I, again, I don't, I don't want, I don't like it, but, uh, what do you think, Sarnax? Uh, ooh, do any of the, do any of the ways feel any different? Or are they all kind of just feel the same? They all just give you the same strange feeling. Professor, feel free to chime in here. I think forward is fine. No. Nope. West it would be for the DNC. West it would be. Entering this room, you immediately notice the chandelier suspended above a table in the middle of the room. Two high-backed chairs flank the table, which has an empty clay jug and two clay flagons atop it. Large iron, iron candlesticks stand in two corners of the room, their candles long since melted away. There's a closed door in the southwest corner of this room. I'm going to shine my light uh, around and just do like a, a quick sweep of looking around and see if there's anything that we need to investigate. You look around, you look around the room and there seems to be nothing invisible um, hiding in the shadows here. I walk oh. up to the jugs and see if there's anything in them, just like empty them out, see if there's like any liquid. You dump one of the jugs over and expecting liquid of some kind, it feels slightly heavy. You're met with dust as it begins to pour. Well, shall we try this door? Yes, please do. You can when that. you touch the door, you reach out with your, your hand and you begin to grasp it to turn it. And you hear the gurgling sound before you see anything. As you attempt to rip your hand away, you find that it is adhered to the door itself. Oh. Where there once had been just a plain door, you see oh. eyes begin to move forward, a wide, smiling face, fanged teeth coming down from the tops and the bottom as it holds onto you tightly. I need you all to roll for initiative. It's a fucking mimic. Oh my it's god. The first mimic I've ever faced in four years of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we fought, we fought mimics. Yeah. When did we no play mimic? Yeah, the Haggler. Chests. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. I don't remember that yeah, we at did. all. Remember, you guys all have inspiration, too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, sorry, Starnax. And been then me. if you want to put this door mimic there in front oh, of yeah. the door. Hello, thank it you. It could have been me, oh, Starnax, so but it was you. It's fine. It's a door mimic. It's a door mimic. It's so creepy looking. It's like Poochie from Yoshi. Can you put that there? It's just like yeah. on the door. Okay, 20 to 25. Not me. Not sad. We keep the hot uh, rolls for 15 coffee. to 20. 15. 19. 17. 17. Oh, shit. Wow. So who had 19? The professor. So, uh, sorry, can you say them again? 15 to 20? 19, 17, 17. 17. So who wants to go first in the 17? Uh, I'm stuck. I will, I will try to go first. Um, and, and then, then uh, Silas. Shepard. And when did you get mayo? Five. <laughs> the sticky substance 
that it seems this door is made of is holding you firmly to it. As it begins to pull you closer and closer to it, Clayton, you see as Sarnax begins to, um, his arm being pulled closer and closer into this thing. Uh, he is wrenching away, but he doesn't seem to be able to remove his arm from the stickiness of this creature. Sarnax is, what is that? And this, the door is alive. <laughs> the door is alive. Your arm's getting eaten. 22 hits. One damage. Fire. That's fire. That's fire damage. No. You let your fire bolt uh, flow from your hand and it singes the door. Um, it seems to take the damage, but it, it doesn't seem to even look your way. Uh, I am going to, uh, with my lantern, my lantern's not stuck, I'm just gonna <laughs> release my arm at once. Garrix commands it. I'm gonna say, uh, uh, needs to make a deck saving throw. Sacred Flame. Can it even... Is it door? 15? <laughs> 15 passes. It takes, does not, and then I'm just like, I am hungry, and I'm gonna use my hungry jaws. What the fuck is that? What is that? He's a lizard folk. I'm a lizard folk, so I can bite it. It's a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 hits. I'm going to deal uh, five points of piercing damage Ah! as I tear into it, and I gain three temporary hit points. No way! That's amazing! He does more damage with his teeth than he does with his holy abilities. Maybe Garrix isn't the right path. I don't know how you (laughs) dodge my sacred flame. But you will not dodge this. There you go. Are his teeth now stuck to it? Huh? Are his teeth now stuck to it? Yes, his mouth is firmly (sighs) stuck and attached to this mimic. I still eat some of his mimic flesh. His his nostrils are still open, so he's able to breathe, but he is, his jaws are firmly attached. Uh, Victoria, it's your turn. Uh, I'll, I feel your darkness, and I'll cast a fire, firebolt. 16? 16 hits? Oh yeah. my god, you Did get you to roll damage. My yeah. dear god, I've done it! In 16 hours, you get to roll damage. Eat a wiener, I need to. Is this a 10 before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. God help us. Okay! Holy shit! High five, proud of you. Yes. Wow. My dice are good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So How much? Nine? Nine. 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 All right. You, you blast. Um, taking a leaf out of Clayton's book, or a page out of Clayton's book, you shrug off the shadowy side of yourself and you choose for light as you fire a bolt of flame directly towards this creature, doing uh, quite a bit of, a big chunk of damage to it. Um, it still seems to be hungrily um, attempting to consume Sarnax. Uh, Shepard. Sarnax, I'm coming! Two points, of, uh, I'm gonna take two shots. Uh, it's gonna be uh, 16 and 12. Uh, both hit. Wow. Uh, Shepard's on fire, baby. Uh, yeah, that's wow. gonna be uh, 21 points of damage. Wow. wow. Holy shit. Level two, everybody! Hey! That's awesome. That's awesome. You, um, <laughs> you shoot in from um, both of your weapons and fire into this creature. Um, with yes. that massive hit, for a second, you see its teeth let go of Sarnax for a second um, before it, um, or not let go, but um, move away from him for a second as it almost rears back, 
on its strange um, creature-like hinges, and uh, but it continues its reach towards him. It is its turn. Uh, with Sarnax in its mouth, it is going to attempt to bite him. Um, it is going in with oh. a... Oh, is that nice? With a... I like um, Sorry. 19. Disadvantage. No, yes. Disadvantage. God damn you. <laughs> Warning flare. Okay, 15. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, it does not fight you. Okay. Oh, hey, Mr. Frost. And that Glade. is... Or Kana. Kana senses that her glaive would get stuck in this uh, door if she... I would to. say yes. Uh, so instead, she's going to attempt to peel uh, Sarnax off of it, starting from probably the most important part, which is his face. And I <laughs> put both of my hands oh, kind of around his jaw and try to pull his snoot back know, from no, the... I, that's what I said. <laughs> okay, roll a, uh, roll a strength. Check. Just, just straight strength. Straight strength. See if you can rip him away. Uh, 15. You wedge your fingers in, um, making sure that you don't um, make, actually do a sleight of hand because he's attached to it as well. To see how dexterous you can be in not cocked. touching this. Uh, Ooh, 13. Okay. You reach your fingers around and you slip for a second, you almost touch it, but you are able to gain your composure as you grab the sides of his lizard-like face, his scales, um, his scales um, cold beneath your hands as you find purchase right around the outside of his jaws and you rip his face off of it with a loud a <laughs> oh, suction cup sound. He, his face is pride. Yes. The uh, force behind your pull the strength that you have, the rest of him begins to uh, pull away from it and he is completely ungrappled from this mech. <laughs> Thank you, warrior. No, nice. Hell yeah. No problem. You are nice quite heavy. Clayton. I will firebolt with a natural 19. That hits. I will roll some damage. It's two damage. <laughs> Been there, buddy. Two damage? Two whole damages. Oh, that's, you know, you are just on a roll. Uh, you shoot your fire yes, bolt at this again, and it does a small amount of damage, but it does seem to do something to it. Start next. Oh, my turn again. Same thing. <laughs> oh, wait, no. no uh, it's a deck saving throw. Burn. 17. Okay, nothing. Uh, I'm going to back up. Victorian. I'm gonna back up out of his reach. <laughs> I don't wanna get stuck. Uh, I will reach my hand up and, and she'll touch. Okay. <laughs> I failed. What, what did you get? <laughs> yeah. And you once again conjure that spectral hand, and as it gets towards the door, it shimmers back into shadow. It just taps at it, <laughs> and then it goes away. <laughs> Shepard. Two more shots. Uh, 14 and 20-something. Both hit. This is gonna get shit wrecked. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 16 points of damage. God damn. Once again, you take your weapons and you blast, um, energy into this creature, and it, um, you see teeth fly out of its mouth as it's gnashing them at you, trying to get back towards Sarnax. It, um, one of the hinges on the side pops, and it's lulling there. Uh, it looks like it's barely hanging on. 
Damn, this thing's got some hit points. It is its turn. So it is going to lunge forward and it is going to um, use its uh, one of its uh, its pseudopod and it is going to attempt to attack Kana. Okay. Good choice. With a pseudopod? Yeah. An 18. 18 hits? Okay. Just use his body, like a, a yeah, sort of like body. Yeah, body. No, just like oozes have it, like gelatinous businesses have um, and it's going to do a total of six bludgeoning damage, and you find that as it slices into you, you're yanked backwards against it as it is adhered itself to you. Oh, no! Kill it, Cobb. Kill it. Do I have any control <laughs> of my weapons, or am I kind of like like a fly against a fly trap right now? Trey sucks. Hmm? Do I have any control of my weapons, or am I fly against a fly trap right now? You are... No, you have control of your weapons. Oh, okay. Um, you are, yeah, no, you have control on your weapons. Okay. You're um, just restrained, so your movement speed is zero, and attack rolls against you have advantage, so I actually should have been able to hit Sarnax, because I was grappling him at the time, but uh, I fucked that up. Oh, so oh, oh, so I'm restrained, so I can't move, and well, attack rolls against me are at advantage. Your attacks are disadvantaged. Nope, doesn't nope. say your attacks are disadvantaged. No. Not, not with restrained. Oh, oh shit, I just can't move. Oh, right, man. and it looks right, pretty. Right. It looks pretty. Um, wounded. Wounded. Falling off its hinges. I will uh, attempt to smack it with my glaive and hopefully I finish this off. Ten. Uh, Ten misses. <sighs> you attempt to take your glaive and uh, and slice into it from behind you, but for some reason it seems to be morphing and changing, and it doesn't take the hit from you. Uh, that's Clayton. my turn. Can I break out of the restraint at the end of my turn or not yes. so much? You have to use your action to do it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> my turn. Sarnax. Uh, deck saving throw. I hate uh, this. <laughs> 11. Yeah, 11. It fails. Ha ha. Uh-huh. Six points of radiant damage. So Jess is different, man. And he's a plus 12 to hit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Garrett's purge this evil. Ranger. You, uh, you used your lantern again? Yeah. Uh, you open the door of your lantern and you shoot out the Holy Radiance and it singes the area of this creature around Kana, leaving her unscathed. It is still holding on, but it's having a difficult time with it. All right, Victoria, this is your chance. Your chance, girl. All All Victoria. She'll touch that beat Just roll. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna... Where Sarnex just hit. hit. I believe in the fire and I'll... Fireball. Yes, Victoria. Yes. Sixteen. That hit. Yeah. All right. Far right. Far right. Not that one. Yep. Right there. Better rep. Big big money. Eight. No possible. Nope. Just eight. Eight fire. You say this and you hurl your moat of fire towards it and. You see as bits of it begin to cinder away and float on the stale air that um, billows around this room. It looks like it has hardly any life. Oh, damn. That's the way I'll take care of it. <laughs> I'll take two more shots. <laughs> That's uh, all right. <laughs> an 18 and an 11. Uh, the 18 hits. Uh, eight points of damage. You take your, you take redemption and judgment and you shoot into this, seeing the, um, 
seeing the state of this creature and you see as bits of it blast around Connie. You feel as that strange sticky suctioning feeling behind you uh, ebbs away as you lurch forward and the door itself crumbles uh, to the ground in front of you. You guys are no longer in combat. Thanks. Woo. It only had two health left from you. If you oh, rolled no. Matt's 10, you would have killed it. Oh. Which is hard to do. Which, yeah. which is hard to do. I think you got that kill this time. Literally that I hit it at all is a miracle. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. This basement has stages with every turn. Every turn. Every There's turn. evil everywhere. Is there, a, yeah. is there any chance that, that this door-like creature was guarding this room for any particular purpose, or did we just happen upon the wrong goddamn room? We shall see, won't we? And then is I'll enter the door. You're going into the room? Uh, I'm going to try my light in first, see if I can see anything that looks evil as fuck, and then I'm going to try to walk in. Okay, you shine your light in. This room is festooned with moldy skeletons that hang from rusty shackles against the rough stone walls. Their faces contorted in pain, marking their last moments before death. Averting your eyes from the horrific visage of of those that were once held captive here, your attention is drawn to a wide alcove on the south wall that contains a masterfully painted and carved wooden statue in the likeness of a gaunt, pale-faced woman. She's depicted to be wearing a painfully tight red corset, long skirts billowing from beneath it, an elegant black cloak clasped at her shoulders, her high cheekbones pulling her ruby lips into a seductive smile, her hair long and nearly silver in the pale light, piled high atop her head in massive waves of curls adorned with black roses and thorny vines, her left hand resting on the head of a wolf that stands next to her. In her right hand, Pale fingers daintily grasp a smoky gray crystal orb, which seems, which, which seems to shimmer and radiate even in the darkness that surrounds you. It is hard to pull your eyes from this enticing image of the statue, but you're able to, and you take note of the two exits along the west and north walls, or one of the ones that you're coming from. As you focus your attention to the constant chanting, you can discern that it seems to be louder coming from the exit to the west. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to raise my lantern and try to uh, cast light all over it. I'll say, do we think that this person is Shradonia? Um, do, do I get the sense that it's, does it look familiar in any of my research? Roll a perception check. Uh, 11. You look at the statue as you get closer, and at first you don't notice it, but once you see it, you don't know how you could have missed missed it. Adorning her collarbone, a pendant sits around her neck, a dark ruby gem, and embedded inside of it, almost in some kind of misty, um, misty coloration, the symbol that you have um, learned to be that which is associated with her, the dark-winged bird, its wings outstretched. This very, very well could be her. It has the same emblem. It's, 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 it's that Von Zarovich emblem. Or seal. And what is this she's holding? Do we, she said she was, she was holding an orb. orb. Yes. Can I try to see like what the orb might be, beyond just an orb? Or is it like just a, a, a totally plain sphere? It 
is a beautifully radiating, radiating orb. It um, casts strange um, rainbow colors across the, the back wall as Sarnax moves his lantern around and the light filters through it. Um, looking at it, you can tell that it is not affixed to the statue. It seems to be held in the hand. Now, I'm, I don't pretend to be the smart one here, right? I'm, I'm just hired to, to help you out. That's exactly but, right, yes. Okay, well, you didn't have to. But, but anyway, my, my point is, I, it was pretty clear in the in, in the, the materials that we read that Shrad Shradanya was not happy with whatever worshiping was going on here. So why the hell would there be a statue of her here in the basement? Well, I believe that they treated her as a messiah but they were still killed by her. So, so they just built yes. this against her will. She wouldn't destroy this. She wouldn't find this here in the basement. Well, they were killed because they basically killed a band of adventurers, much like us, who were invited to dine with Shredanya. Yes. And because they killed them, she seems to be very ruthless. It just seems strange to me that they leave this statue up here perfectly intact with no real reason. Perhaps. If you were to come upon a statue of yourself... I'd take it with me. Why leave it here? Why leave it here in the basement of a desecrated home with which I did not approve? Oh, it's quite an encumbrance. It's a full statue. She seems... That's they right. seem like a very powerful person. I'm sure that they have plenty of means to take this wherever they want. Take my point to mean that if you, if you kind of come across a group that worships you, that you do not wish to worship you. Are you going to take the memorabilia that they've erected in your honor? You might. I, I, I can't say that I have experienced such things. But you might find it distasteful. If I were a god like my great god Garrix, who cares little even for the clerics that worship him, I would think it even beneath me the thought to take something built by those I cared not for. Not even worth destruction. Not even worth the effort to destroy it. While they're discussing, can I just start to cast uh, Detect Magic? Sure. Good idea, Professor. So say, send to Malkanus, and 11 minutes later, I will have uh, Detect Magic. You do that. And 11 minutes later, you find that the orb does not seem to be radiating magic. Something else about it that is Ooh. giving off that light. Well, the orb's not magical at, at all. Uh, Shepard, my good man, why don't you go ahead and uh, pick it up? You want me to just grab <laughs> son of a gun, and I just grab the orb, and I try oh, to grab the statue's hands. You do this. You reach forward, and your hand, um, your hand uh, moves around the orb, and it feels cold to the touch. Uh, the light shining through it as you remove it, you see the spirals of rainbow light jut around the room uh, as it reflect, refracts the light from um, Sarnax's lantern. And it is just as you begin to start looking at it that you begin to hear the as you begin to see out of the ground, these strange shadowy apparitions begin to move up floating up through the air. Seem to be formed out of pure shadow, adorned in cultist robes. They are bowed forward, their long arms um, hanging limply in the damp air around you. I need you all to roll for initiative. And I need you to place 
all five of these shadow cultists uh, yeah, around you guys in the room. The shadows coalesce around you. The strange chanting, you realize just as they envelop you that it is not coming from their strange um, ghostly apparition shadowy forms, but it's almost as if they are, um, it's almost as if they are increasing the volume of the chanting that you hear coming from elsewhere in this place as they descend around you. Uh, So one of them is going to attack uh, Shepard. Yep. And that is going to be 13 to hit. Nope, that's gonna miss. Uh, The next one is going to attack Clayton, and that is going to be a 19 to hit. It is going to do seven necrotic damage. And your strength is reduced by one point. Can I use my reaction, or do you want to go through the whole, all of the- You can, yeah, if you're in a reaction act, go for it. Uh, Does a 12 hit? A 12 does hit. All right, I will be doing. Just let me know. I reroll one. ones and twos because oh. the great weapon master. So that'll be a set. That'll be ten there points of slashing wow. damage to the one that hit him. Uh, just tell me yeah. which one that one is. Uh, I'm guessing it's this one on number the far left. Probably number two. Yes, has to be. Okay, and you're doing ten damage to it. Ten points of damage. Yeah. All right. Great weapon master. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You take your glaive in and you uh, swipe through. The um through the shadow and um is your weapon uh, magical? No, I don't because it's no. not of um it's not my vestige, so it's not magical. It seems that as as your weapon slides into it, it seems to do a little less damage than you than you had originally expected. Um, but it does uh, seem to even though this is a strange creature forming and undulating out of shadows, it still was able to do something to it. Um, the next one is going to go for Kelsey, um, and, or for uh, Victoria, and that is going to miss with an eight. A natural 20 on uh, Kana here. Oh no. Um, and so that is gonna mm. be... Mm. 17, 19 points of necrotic damage. I'm down. Are you serious? Yeah. And your strength is reduced by one. Okay. Holy fuck. You see as this creature then turns and lunges for it, for her, putting its hand out, the dark tendrils um, spreading from its hand directly towards her as you see her lift up into the air as it begins to drain the life and strength from her body. You see as her eyes go large and then her body slumps forward and she slams into the ground unconscious. Who have I not atta- attempted to hit, or have Me. I attempted to hit everybody? Thank you. Twenty to hit Sarnax. Disadvantage. A fourteen to hit Sarnax. Misses. Okay. And it is Connor's turn. Can you make a death save, please? Oh, no. Do I add anything to it? Nope. Just, Just straight roll. Oh, I no. fail. That's a no. fail. Holy shit! We don't add anything shit. to that. It's Just straight roll. Straight Just up. a straight roll. God damn. Shepard. Um, uh, amidst the chaos, I'm just going to unleash two shots on the one that attacked me, which is going to be number three. Okay. So it would have been a 12 and an 18. Both hit. Uh, so that's going to be a total of 15 points of damage to number three. You take your, you take your weapons and you let two shots fire. And as they hit, you see the shadow burst and explode and then reform once and then twice. Oh, the second man. time it forms, it looks like it is barely 
able to keep its form. Oh. It looks nearly purely transparent or translucent. It is uh, it is feeling very rough. Clayton. Uh, being totally <laughs> fucked and close to these guys. So get, get away! And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. And that will be a is a con save. <laughs> Rules Esquire. Uh, 11. It fails. <laughs> so it is pushed. Nowhere. Uh, Against the wall, which it already is. Ten feet away. So yeah, wall. You, it you push it, and it seems to it seems to um, uh, be pushed into the wall as you see the shadow um, is no longer in view of you. Oh uh, shit! Sweet. A loud, resounding crack oh, radiates through this room as you see. Um, Clayton pushed forth, th- forth this power of thunder, knocking the shadow through the wall. You see as it disappears in, and you see nothing else from it. Uh, I'm going to back next to the to the statue, and as a bonus action, I'm going to pop a health potion. Okay. My turn. Uh, I'll look at Victoria and say, do you still have the health potion on you you can administer to Kana? I do. Do I? I will trust you to administer it, and I'm going to uh, raise up my lantern, and all uh, hostile creatures within 30 feet of me must make a constitution saving throw as I use Radiance of the Dawn. Okay. And I'm going to blast out uh, fire. Eight for the first one. Fails. Um, 14 for the second one. Okay. 14 for the third one. Uh, four for the fourth one. And six. So the two pass, they're going to take 14 if they uh, failed, seven if they pass, radiant damage. They um, are vulnerable to it, so you see as all of them are um, immediately vaporized. Holy shit! We purged by Garrett's dragon fire! No, no, they're vulnerable, so they're, yeah. Well, wow. they're, 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 they're gone. Like yeah. the walls, right? No, that one's vaporized. You. But you, oh, okay. you don't know that. Yeah. We don't know that, but he's gone. Oh. It's Expecto Patronum! <laughs> Seriously. Oh. <laughs> so, so they had 16 health. And shit. so even at the 14, they were. I was going to describe them as like barely hanging on. And then I looked down and it's like, Vulnerability is radiant. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So what does vulnerability mean? It, it means that they take double, double damage. Double. God damn. Double. And resistance yeah. is. I said, God damn. I, I, I holster my weapon it's and I say, Sonex, uh, is that the power of your god? That was the power of Garrix. Well, I'm glad Garrix is on our side. All right. Kana, are you all right? No, she's still unconscious. We oh, she's totally unconscious. At this point, I need you to make another death saving throw because no one's has administered the potion yet. I, I pass. Uh, I am going to... I thought she still up, but go ahead. So the last of my power, and I'm going to, uh, once again, singe her wounds, uh, healing for, ooh, uh, eight points of uh, healing. Very nice. Thank you. I believe it's eight. Let me you... Just begin to sin you see that the um nine you see as fire begins to swirl around kana her pinkness begins to rush to the front of um her face as um, blood begins to pull just in the under layers of her skin as her eyes pop open and she (gasps) you still find yourself negative one on your strength okay which i've i still have and so do you clayton um, but yeah. you are alive and breathing. Uh, God, 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 you are alive. I did 
was not for a moment that was quite a blow, but thank you, Sarnax. Did, I appreciate it. Did the professor give you one of those health potions? Yes, I will take it right now. Oh, perhaps we shall rest. I yes. think it, I think it was. I think we should rest, yes, of course. We should, we should save the resources we have. All right, then, then everybody everybody get some rest. I'm going to stand guard because, again, I don't need to rest right now. I feel, I feel all right. So everybody just, seriously, everybody take a deep breath. Tana, the crying god, has seen your sacrifice. He is, he is grateful. I'm glad. I will use a uh, second wind before we short rest, yeah. if that's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, and we'll short rest. Um, I will begin to, uh, I'm going to say case will open up, and uh, to my reagent uh, section, and I will pull out a tiny bell and a piece of fine silver wire. And I'm going to take 10 minutes to place wire on either end of the doors here. Uh, and I'll say, Terrorum, and cast alarm. Okay, so you do that. And you begin to um, begin to wander around this room listlessly. The visions of everything that you've encountered so far in this day um, spinning in your head. It's hard to believe that just a mere hours ago, you had been walking through the wilderness of this strange place, and you now find yourselves in the, the underbelly of this horrific place. And it's hard to digest what it is that you found yourselves in, but you take solace in the quiet that is resounding around you, the faint chanting, still visible, or still audible, um, somewhere uh, down these darkened halls, but it is no longer as amplified as when the shadows had absconded you. Um, and you guys enjoy a short rest? Rats I'm going to take some time to uh, act, uh, additionally investigate the room, because we don't really investigate it fully. Roll we just took... an investigation check. Can I help him? No, oh. roll, it with, uh, roll it with advantage. Thank you. Oh. I forgot to say when I took fortune attack that I would have stashed the orb in my sure. pack before drawing my weapons. You do that. Fourteen. Scanning the wall, you notice that the way the shadow moves over a particular spot to the east... You, you notice the way the shadows move over a particular spot to the east. Tapping on the wall, you're able to hear the hollow sound resonate behind a thin layer of dried clay. You tap a bit harder and a few chunks of clay break apart from the wall, revealing an ordinary, albeit rotted, wooden door hidden under this thin layer of clay. It takes a moment or so to clear away the remainder of the clay before you're able to reveal the door in its entirety. There is no lock. And as you open it, you see before you a stone staircase that climbs about 10 feet towards a landing area. Oh shit, this one right here? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Down yeah, or dog. up? Oh. Yeah, dog. Up, about 10 feet up. Mm. Well, shit, that's back to floor one where there was an empty well, space we never discovered. Not meta knowledge, but yeah. Roughly, give or take. If you're looking at like, you know. Shall we just quickly explore and come right back down? What happens when we can't get back down here, Professor? I just, I you said it only goes 10 feet up? Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's not that high. I just, just, a few steps. I just wouldn't... I, the landing is 10 feet. I just wouldn't put it past the house, is all I'm saying. I'm here to give you advice. You've seen the things that we've been through before. I, I have, but... You must know at this point that nothing is as it seems. Well, let's... How about you go to the landing and take a look around? And I'll wait here just in case anything comes. And you're suggesting I do that. Yes. After our short rest. 
Yes, of course. Well, I'm assuming you guys have had your shot. I'm assuming we finished. It is now after you. I, 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 I push my cloak away and I, I draw judgment and I say, all right, let's go. And uh, I lead Miss Isaacs. Ascending the hidden stairwell, you reach a landing. Looking straight up, you see a six-foot-high ceiling of clothes-fitting planks with a wooden trap door set into it. The trap door appears to be bolted shut from the side. A rickety wooden ladder firmly attached to the wall. So... So you were on, you went 10 feet up to a landing. Yep, yep. You now look up about six feet. There's a ladder along the wall and a trap door in the ceiling above you. There is a lock bolted on there. It looks like it could be picked. Mr. Shepard, do we proceed? No, we don't. Uh, I don't have the tools to get through here unless we're going to shoot our way through. And uh, in that case, I don't think that's the wisest course of action, but this does look like another sort of escape. Uh, let's let the professor know. Maybe he can pick the lock, and then if we need to, we can get out of here in a hurry without having to go all the way back up that spiral-ass staircase. I hope you don't think me impertinent, but do we tell him at all? Miss Isaacs, what do you mean? I apologize. I've, I've become frightened. You're right. You're right. Let's carry on. I mean, I mean, this is most likely a quick escape if things go pear-shaped. Yes, we let him know. Of course we do. Let's go, then. I, I apologize. I apologize. Uh, uh, sh- sure. Of course. I- I'll lead us back. You, what did you see? Did you relay all of that? Uh, yeah, there appears to be some sort of trap door that's locked. But but if, if, you know, what I have to think about is right, then we're just right below the first floor. And that might be a way out. Uh, I suppose to have him go all the way back up through the attic and then escape. I mean, this might be a way to get out. I, I didn't want to go... Look, that's I could a brilliant blown, idea. That's exactly right. I could have blown the lock right off, but I didn't want to draw any extra attention to no, it. No, if we need to get out of here in a hurry, we'll... We're certainly doomed if you have to go five flights of stairs up to, 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 the, to the attic to get out. Agreed. Yes. So maybe yes. if you feel like it, maybe we can pick the lock let's, now and take a me, look. Let but, me take a quick look. But again, I just be careful with the trickery of the house. I will investigate it first, make sure it's not trapped, and then I will do what I do. All right. I do not mention anything that Victoria said to me. Okay. Uh, I will go to the top of the stairs and investigate the lock, make sure it's not trapped. Roll an investigation check, and then roll a dexterity check. Uh, investigation happy check happy is a 16. Okay. It does not appear to be locked. Uh, lock pick check is a 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, It does 13. not appear to be locked? It, uh, no, it, or sorry, trapped. it does not appear to okay. be trapped. Trapped. Uh, 13 is unlocked. You, um... You climb the ladder and you're, you're perched precariously, your top hat um, occasionally hitting against the oh, ceiling oh, and jolting you this way and that. And, and it feels like you almost didn't have this lock, but you are able to pick it. The lock makes a faint clicking sound as you engage the tumbler within. Pushing the trap door open, light spills in around you. It takes a moment for your eyes to adjust, but when they do, you find yourself face to face with a snarling black wolf. You reel back and almost tumble from the wooden ladder that is holding you aloft, <gasps> but you're able to find purchase around the edges of the trap door when you realize the wolf in front of you is nothing more than yep. a lifeless, stuffed version of its former self. Yes! As the scene before you sinks in, you slowly start to realize where you are. The trap door leads into the, southern, the southwestern corner of the hunter's den on the first floor. I just stick my head up and yeah. I just confirm that we're like, okay, this is just an extra exit. Uh, okay, uh. 
Has anything changed upstairs? You can sense that anything's changed. Mr. Meyer is still roaring in the hearth. Your instincts were correct. Uh, this will certainly, hopefully, we won't need to use it, but it will come in handy getting out of here in a hurry. Well, not to say that we're not going to need to use it, but Professor, pardon me, we're going to use it. Well, I there's think no, we have to use it there's, in a hurry. There's no way in the nine hells we're going back up to the goddamn attic. I agree, I agree. We'll use it either way, but hopefully we won't have to rush out of here in horrible danger. So no, no matter what happens, yes. we know what's we know that this is an exit, and I I do not condone the strategy of of leave us everyone else behind. But if if something were to happen to some of us, we all need to be aware of where we can escape. That's right. Because there is no there's no point in uh, senselessly throwing our lives away for someone who cannot save themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Well, I think we should continue onward towards the source of the chanting, which I believe was this way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let us go. Lead the way, Sarnax. I'll be behind you. You make your way through the now empty door where this strange um, shape-shifting creature had attacked you uh, just a mere um, hour and a half ago. And you make your way down a hallway and into another room. Entering this room, it's immediately obvious that this was the bedchamber of someone important. The large wood-framed bed at the height of its use would have been elegant and impressive. It now sits decaying in this fetid den. The once plush mattress is now nothing more than a mass of rotting feathers. A large carved wooden wardrobe sits against the wall. One of the doors swings loosely on broken hinges and you can see a few pairs of moth-eaten black robes peeking out from the inside. The rest of its contents hidden in shadow. There appears to be a place for a lock, but there's no lock present on this large footlocker. It is beautifully carved and depicts the familiar image of a windmill. Who would place the sleeping quarters in the basement? I don't imagine Someone doing happens. evil things in that basement. How curious. Sonic, you don't know that. I do. I can tell. I can sense the evil down here. Um, it could be a footman, a servant, a servant. I mean, it, it's clear someone important lived here, though. I, I mean, maybe it was a, it was a very uh, esteemed servant, perhaps. Uh, My family is no stranger to. Well, no stranger to secrets. I mean, they've we've had people come in and coming out that we've. Kept in the in the basement, out of sight. Interesting, and perhaps it is my own personal experience of people don't generally sleep in the basement, but to each their own, I suppose. Let's do a quick once-over, shall we? I agree, Professor. I'll investigate. Investigate. I will assist you, Professor, shining a light. You uh, go ahead and uh, at advantage yep. with people helping you? 24. 24. Perfect. You look inside of the wardrobe and you find a pair of candlesticks, an open crate containing 30 torches, and a leather sack containing 15 candles. Are you investigating the footlocker as well? Yeah, all these may try and open it. You open the footlocker, you look inside, you find a cloak of protection. Oh shit, fuck. A small wooden coffer seems to be unlocked. Your mage hand opens that as well. It contains four potions of healing. A chain shirt, a mess kit, a flask of alchemist's fire, a bullseye lantern, a set of thieves' tools, 
and a spell book with a yellow covered, a yellowed cover containing the following wizard spells. Oh, fuck. Oh, you my God. Disguise self. Oh, oh my God. Magic missile. I changed my mind. I'm tatting this one on my body. <laughs> Protection from God. the good. good. Jesus, mind. He's going to have a lot of tattoos. Mage armor. Holy shit. Identify. It's an entire oh, fucking yes. spellbook. Invisibility. Jesus. Hold a person. this one yet. It's Whoa! Gonna take, it's gonna take you a Dark vision. Stop! And magic weapon. Okay, Yo. okay, okay, okay. I changed my mind. I'm putting magic weapon on my body. And that is actually in. I didn't just give those to him. That's actually what's in there for the module. So. I wizards pick up the spell book and start flipping through and ignore everything else. You pick, you pick up the spell book? Yes. You reach in and your hand grasps the spell book. As you pull it out, the bed begins to shake around oh you. God. As uh, two spectral forms begin to rise asshole. up out of the dirty, rotted feather mattress. Looking at them, they look similar to the specter that you fought upstairs, but significantly more ghastly. As right. they're not nearly as translucent, their flesh seems to be intact. It's almost as if they are a strange mix of the ghouls and the specter that you fought. And as you look at them even even further, their entire bodies <laughs> encased in a dark cultist robe. And as they look up at you, their hollow socketless eyes um, catch you off guard for a second. But the glint of the windmill pendants around their neck and you realize Shit. that you are facing the spectral forms of Gustav and Elizabeth Durst. I need God you to roll for initiative. Oh my God. Oh my God. They were arcane practitioners as well. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you like the one time I ran? Oh, fine. Get in front of me, please. Remember we had inspiration. Remember we had Twist of Fate. I remember. We got this. Like that one time I don't yeah, want to fight yeah, someone. Yeah. I roll pretty well. <laughs> uh, 15 or uh, 20 to 25. 19. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Uh, what did you get? You got 19, I got 18. Okay. Uh, 15 to 20? That was what you guys did, sorry. Uh, uh, 10 to 15? Oh. Victoria got Ten. an 18 as well. You want to go, would you like to go before me? I would. Go ahead. Uh, 10 to 15? 10. <laughs> uh, what did you get? Four. Cool. It <laughs> stays that way. What the fuck is underneath? The book, maybe? I got an eight, so. Why this? Oh. Can you go together? Oh, remember when I said oh, yeah, the chairs were kind of dangerous because they were loose nails? That's probably from the chair. Is it this fucking leather circle? No, like, it's that's that? that's part of Death House. Oh, oh, well then, yeah, 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 no, like PC, like actual. Sorry, probably the underside. My guess is it probably holds the closet. So it is with that that you find yourself now being um, overcome by these two um, disgusting. Um, Zombified creatures, their tongues lolling to the side. They look hungry and furious. Clayton. I will cast uh, Fog Cloud uh, and it creates a 20 foot radius sphere of fog, sending on a point within range right in the dead center. Uh, this was around corners and until, okay, um, until something disperses it and it lasts for an hour as concentration. So I'm going to say, um, Fogulus! And this, the, 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 the smog will fill the whole room. Okay. And I will 
back the fuck out of the room. They're going like... to take an opportunity attack against you. Okay. Um, and disadvantaged. The first one is going to miss, and the second one is going to miss. Well, according to plan, as they say. <laughs> so how does that affect us? Is you are, everybody is, everybody is disadvantaged. Everybody's disadvantaged. Fantastic. Uh, Victoria. Okay. Um, I'm going to reach towards the one directly in front of me and chill touch. Roll at disadvantage to hit? No. Nine. That misses. You see as your spectral hand makes its way through the fog and disappears. You listen. You don't hear any noises of contact, but you're unsure of what's happening. Can I choose to drop fog cloud? Yes, it's a concentration. Okay. Well, then, so basically I would have run away, and the second that I would felt like I was out of range behind people, I would have dropped it. So I will say on your next attack, or in your next next turn, turn. you can drop it before you do anything. Perfect. Sorry, uh, Rich, I actually need you to make a constitution saving throw. Yikes. Yeah. Because you started yeah. your turn yeah. within 10 feet of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a two. Twist, and twist. And, uh, no, yeah. I'm going to use my divination. Are you I'm going sure? to make it a 16. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, okay. A lot in the pot. Yeah, but that's the point so, of the divination. So, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah, or 19, sorry. My roll's a 19. Perfect. Okay. You, yeah. you feel the, the, smell, the um, rotting, uh, pustulant smell billowing around these um, undead creatures, and for a second you feel like you're not going to be able to keep your lunch down, but you are able to hold it off. You cast your fog cloud and you make your way out. So, Shepard, it is your turn. Uh, so my first attack is going to be a... Are you within 10, you're within 10 feet, 5 feet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so I need, right you, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I don't get to look at my attack first. You're supposed to do it first. Sorry. So Khan is going to be a 12 plus. Similar to Clayton, you're able to keep it down as you oh, shrug off whatever. 14 total. Is. Yeah, all right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'll make my first attack against number two, which is right next to me. Uh, five plus nine is 14. Is 14 hit? 14 hits, yes. That's my first attack, second attack. To which one? Number two. Oh, you're rolling a disadvantage, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why, yeah. So my lower roll attack is 14. And then huge. Uh, I got a 15 plus 7. Perfect. Plus 9 that hits 24. Two. Um, which one are you hitting? Number Four. two. Both Number two. Of them. Perfect. So a total of uh, 18 points of damage. Okay. You feel around you the the smell is overwhelming. So you you use your nose to hone in on these creatures and you fire blindly into the fog and you hear the sound of your shots finding purchase in their rotting forms. The smell billows up even stronger um, as new holes begin to form in their in their um, corpses and you do a significant amount of damage. That's my turn. My Big turn? Uh, yes, Connor, it's your turn. I will... Um... I need you to make a uh, constitution saving throw. Uh, 17. Okay, you shrug off the smell of this horde creature. Um, I'll square up my shoulders, walk uh, so that I'm between the two of them, kind of in their face as much as possible, uh, get into a ready stance and say, you disgrace me, leaving your children locked in that room upstairs. We had to lay them to rest. I will fight you and lay you to rest as well, and I will take the dodge action. Okay, you take the dodge action. You cannot see them, but you hear the 
the vicious gnawing and uh, almost a strange chittering and these guttural gulps. They seem to be um, enraged by what you've said to them, but their um, they're hanging jaws not fully attached. They don't seem to be able to form words. Um, but if they could, they'd probably call you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is their turn. They are going to attempt to attack um, who Shepard just hit them. So the first one's going to attempt to hit Shepard, um, and he's going to fail uh, disadvantage. Oh, the other one shit. is going to swipe out and attempt Kana. He's also disadvantaged. Oh, uh, Can I... Uh, 18? Uh, against me? Yes. I guess you can't do double disadvantage, so yeah, yeah. that hits. Um, and it is going to... Um, claw out with its uh, it's going to swipe out with its claws um, doing a bit of damage uh, 7 10 points of slashing damage nice. and I need you to make a constitution saving throw please 20 alright you you feel this you feel as your muscles begin to lock up as its claws sink into you and you are hunkering yourself down and you just Wrench your arms out and you shrug off whatever it is. You pinch the skin where they had just sunk their claws in and you, um, you pinch it and you see this disgusting bubbling liquid begin to spill back out of the wound. Whatever it was, um, not able to fully, um, enter your bloodstream. Can I use my reaction to, at disadvantage, attack the one that tried to hit, uh, Shepard? Oh my god. Ooh, uh, nine. Uh, no, that misses. Okay. Good. I'm going to step around on the pile of feathers so I'm in between them, baboo. And I'm going to once again pull up my lantern and say, You are the true evil of this household. You shall burn. And I'm going to cast Word of Radiance, uh, Constitution Saving Throw on both of them. I believe. Tom, Tom. Yep. Uh, 18 for Gustav Passes. and 6 for uh, Elizabeth. So two, Elizabeth takes two points of, of radiant damage. Consistent. Yep. Consistent. Uh, Clayton, <laughs> it's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna have open my case, and I'm going to um, uh, uh, flounder around, <laughs> find nice. a tiny lemon tart and a feather, and I'm gonna say, uh, "Are you dropping fog cloud?" So I will say, "Salarium," and I'm gonna oh. cast hideous laughter at the one that looks more at uh, healthier. You turn to Gustav, and you attempt to cast this. It's a wisdom save. It's a wisdom save. Fails. Okay. Uh, so with that, the, the fog drops because I'm not. The, the fog on drops as you see Clayton take out this lemon tart and this feather, and he begins to <laughs> cast the spell. You all, even in the midst of this um, this horrific battle that you found yourselves in, wounded, weary, emotionally exhausted, you're caught off guard as all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> the, tall, the tongue lo- lolling to one side, unable to fully form words, as it begins to laugh horrifically. It hideous. falls onto the bed, laughing hideously. You see as it rolls around, enthralled by laughter, pus and um, blood and other viscous substances caking on. Um, and smearing all over no. the rotting feather bed. That's disgusting, um, Nikki. So he yeah. is incapacitated. It's a good thing. And hideous laughter. It is. Literally. And I'll say, focus on the woman, and, and fog grows. Perfect. Yeah. Victoria. Focusing on the one that is not laughing, but also not, like, blowing all my shit, I'm going to firebolt the one that is not laughing. Okay. One. 19. That hey. hits. Big hit. Very nice. 
Seven. Seven, perfect. You raise your hand up and you shoot this blast of fire. You are distracted by the horrific image of Gustav um, writhing in laughter next to Elizabeth, but you are angered. And the words that Kana said ring true with you, the image of those two small babies that had to be put to rest at your hands. As you focus that fire into them and she reels backwards, um, completely singed in fire, she begins to burn away. You see that the fire takes hold and continues to crackle and burn her flesh. She is barely holding on, the fire continues to singe her and burn her. Shepard? I'm gonna take one attack at the woman. You do. 17 plus 9 is 26. That hits. 10 points of damage to the one. You take judgment and redemption held at your side, pointed slightly towards Gustav as you raise judgment up. You pull the trigger and the blast hits square in the forehead as she begins to lurch forward towards Victoria. She looks down, exposing her mouth as it looks like she's about to go in for a bite. Her head explodes in front of you, splattering the wall behind, covering Gustav in the sick, um, twisted flesh of this creature. She is dead. I'll use my bonus attack to attack Gustav and say, uh, sorry, Professor, can't hold back. And uh, attack for 12. Oh, that hit? No, that misses. Damn! Damn it, it would've been so much cooler if I hit. I'll miss. So he's still laughing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Connor. I Professor, what will you have me do? Well, I, mean, I just wanted to, to, to control him. Great. I will attack. Please. <laughs> I would have been disadvantaged. Because he's from. Well, then I definitely So you're disadvantaged. Oh, he's oh no, you're advantaged. So you're advantaged. Because you're not ranged. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Even with a plus four, not plus five now, it's a 20. Perfect. Got it. Damn. Uh, five uh, points of slashing. He's writhing around in this bed, laughing in this horrific way, and you move from side to side, but you take your glaive and you find a spot. You sink in and slice down his side. Maggots and other bugs begin to spill out of his side over the um, edge of the um, over the edge of the bed and fall to the floor, exploding on impact. Uh, the smell is horrific, um, and he gets to make a roll at advantage. advantage. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. No, he fails. Huh? I rolled a one oh, and a nine. No. Um, and I'll use my bonus action to center myself for second wind. Uh, damn, I rolled the lowest I possibly fucking could. Uh, so I get three points of, of healing. Okay. Whatever. Monsters one, so he gets to roll again. At the end of his turn? At the end of his turn. And because you guys attacked yeah. him, he rolls at advantage? No. So or it just when he's attacked? He, he, uh, he fails. So his turn ends, Sarnax. Oh. Uh, I'm going, uh... I thought this place was going to be significantly more deadly for you. Uh, hold it's on my legs, Curtis. Justice has been done for the... Your foul wife. Now you shall die. And I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Death saving throw, 14. Uh, he auto-fails the deck saving throw, doesn't oh. he? He's prone. He's prone. He's incapacitated, so... He yes, so he's, he auto-fails his deck saving throws. Oh, hell yeah! Let her rip, sorry. Uh, he gets two. to roll, and... I rolled two fucking fives. <gasps> yeah, you did. One, yes! One point of radiant damage. Yikes. Uh, yes. Yikes. You 
singe the flesh. Uh, you get a little bit of the rotted bed. Um, the, <laughs> the odorous so puff of smoke dice. billows out from him. Um, and it is, it's only one damage, so. It's a loaded sack. Heavy sack. He finds it incredibly funny. He does not stop laughing. <laughs> Clayton, it's your turn. I'll turn my head in. I'm going to uh, firebolt, and then I'm going to pop back out here. Okay. At disadvantage, because it's prone. 20. That hits. Wow. Eight damage. Nice. And I'm going to back up. The fire singes his flesh, and he is going to try and shut his off. Girl. Does a 13? Mm. Girl. <laughs> nope. Wow. I gave Kelsey my good die. Hey. I feel bad wow. for her. Good. Victoria. This is crazy. I got a fireball. You got a fireball? You got a fireball. Okay, fireball. Do your thing, honey. Do your thing, honey. Ain't no man. Look at you. That hits. Natural 20! Natural 20! Congrats! Gotta give it up. Gotta give it up. You got two D10s. Yeah, so eight. All right, you let loose your fireball and or firebolts, and at this point, you see as it begins to whirl and and coalesce, and the flame begins to burn brighter as it gains speed and it gains power. And when it slams down into this bed, the um, moth-eaten, rotting feathers ignite around it, burning his body, singeing it um, significantly. Um, fire rages around the bed; it seems to be contained to it. It does a significant amount of damage, and he shrugs the fucking laughter off. As as you see, the, the laughter stop, and he begins to move forward, the fire raging around him. As he uses his arms to prop himself up, the pressure of moving himself up pops the joint on his arm, and it, and it detaches. He almost falls over, but he writes himself. Nasty. Now, one arm hanging completely limp at the side, the hand skitters across the bed and down over the side as he Yikes. begins to move towards you. It's fucking nasty. Uh, Shepard's your turn. But he's up. He's up. Yeah, he's up. <laughs> well, thank Look you, Bishop. And I take two shots at him at a normal attack here. Uh, a 14 and a 21. Both hit. I just got to say. Blow his head off, Sarnax. I mean, not Sarnax, <laughs> Shepard. Uh, 17, 17 points of damage. 17, 17 points of damage. Bang, bang. You... Take judgment and redemption, and you let both um, you let both uh, blasts go at the same time. One severing the other arm. He's now hanging. He's now um, stumbling towards you, armless. The other directly pointed into the middle of his throat. As you blast the tongue away, you see the jaw completely hinge and then clatter to to the edge of the bed. And as he looks like he's going to stumble onto you, he does. But lifeless. Oh, oh. Who is he? I'll kick. Oh. I'll, kick I'll help uh, Shepard kick him off. Roll him off me. Oh, God. Well oh. done, Shepard. I'll, I'll reach down and offer my hands. I'll holster my weapons and have sorry pull me up. Oh. Well done. I'm all right. I didn't sustain well any done. injury. I believe the cloak of protection is still up for grabs. Who would best benefit from it? I think this would be best suited for Carmen. I agree. Gain a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws while you wear this cloak. What is your AC, Kern? 16. Yes! Connor <laughs> should enjoy that. So you are Any concerns? I mean, if you're, if you're suggesting that this is some sort of magical protection cloak, then... If you presume that my concern is that we're 
taking someone else's things, then yes, I'm quite concerned. Well, they're evil, horrific people that killed their own children. They were eating people alive. I'm happy to, we should drop the whole place. That's why. nothing. Miss Isaacs, uh, when we first set foot in here, I would agree with you, but at this point, I don't say it's all fair game. Do you? I like do a as well. cultist quarters, less so than a servant's. We, we took care of the children that we were concerned about, and quite frankly, I am furious at whoever would stoop to such low things to, to get us to lure in here by using children as bait. And, and I think that we've done what we can, and my only goal at this point is to exact fury upon those who did this. Well, Sonax, I have an idea. What is your idea, Akana? Would you assist me in laying the Mr. and Mrs. Durst to rest? If by rest you mean burning this whole motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite what I had in mind. That is what I had in mind. I will assist you in dragging them together. <laughs> Correct. I would like to drag them into their crypts, seal them away as we did with the children, and hope that maybe that ends part of what is holding this home together. Now, speaking frankly, I do not think that they deserve a proper burial. In that their... is not for you to decide. It is indeed for me to decide. For I am alive and they are dead. As am I. And I believe we should burn down this entire chamber. Purge the entire thing with the fire of Garrick's. Well, on our way out we can. I don't want to risk the whole house going up. Professor. We still do have things that we need to do here. I don't think that'll benefit us burning down the home. We know that it is cursed somehow and keeps rebuilding itself. And my my point is that we should just get to the end and defeat the monster and see if this place still stands in the first place. And I was going to say, starting fires in the ground is no good for anybody. Very well. I shall wait. Let us proceed deeper into this dungeon. Are we going to put them in the coffins and see I would like to do that first. Although they are our enemy, I still think laying them to rest in a respectful manner will generate good karma. Professor, say the word and I'll help. And I'll help. I don't really care one way or the other. Go on. It is disgusting work as the bodies are oozing and leaking, but you are able to, um, you are able to uh, accumulate uh, what appears to be the majority, at least, of their forms. And uh, as a group effort, you make your way uh, back out of this hallway, back through the uh, dining area and in towards the crypts, and you lay them down to rest in their coffins. Sarnax, will you help me seal these tombs? Very well. And I'll assist. Do I need an athletics check to close the... Yes, so you'll okay. uh, roll two at advantage. I'll... Garrix give you strength. I'll, oh, thank I'll you. I'll give you guidance. Uh, 14 for the first one. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, 13. Perfect. You are able, with Sarnax's help... Garrix um, give you strength. You are able to Garrix move them. The second one, a little bit harder, your strength. You've fallen. Okay. Uh, you've dealt with... Um, horrific undead after horrific undead and you feel that your your resolve is thinning but you are able to pull them closed. You have put uh, the family members of this place to rest. I feel good about this deed. Yeah, I know not should. I mean, maybe not all of you agree with me, but I think I this is not. the right thing to do. Uh, Time will tell. As long as we... Time will tell. 
Well, there's only Find one. Way to cleanse this place. There's only one path forward, and I suppose we just we move forward and take it. The ghostly chanting that has been reverberating oh, through these no. walls since your descent into this strange dungeon <laughs> yeah, gets discernibly louder as you head west along mm-hmm. this tunnel. As you head down a darkened oh, hallway, you're met with a sharp turn and a quick descent down a small flight of stairs before you find yourselves entering a much larger space. In the center of this room is a four-foot diameter well shaft with a three-foot-high stone lip. As you peer into it, you see that it descends about 30 feet to a water-filled cistern. A wooden bucket hangs from a rope and pulley mechanism bolted to the crossbeams above the wall. Aside from the well, there is nothing else of note in this main space. However, there are five side rooms that appear to be sleeping quarters. At first glance, each side room seems to contain a wood-framed bed with a moldy straw mattress and a wooden chest that looks like it may be the right size to contain personal belongings. Each chest seems to be secured with a large and rusty padlock. Well, do we think that the cultists lived here? I believe they probably did. Let's look for clues. We will investigate. Each one? You we'll just go through and investigate the whole place. Are you going to unlock the chest? I'll, I'll crack one open. I'll crack one open. You head into the first adjoining um, smaller room, and I need you to roll a dexterity check, please. Seven. Seven? You attempt to pick it, and the tumbler on this seems to be significantly uh, harder to open than what you have been used to, and it does not succeed. Can I attempt to do it again? Sure. Once again, you try and you feel like you're almost there, but you just Uh, don't succeed. May Garrix help you pick this lock. (laughs) You guys. I was going to try to shoot your arms. (laughs) Mr. Morgan, please shoot these locks off. I I take out judgment and I aim my... uh, Roll an attack. And I'll just shoot right at the lock. I'm sick of this. Uh, 15 to shoot. All right, roll damage. Six points of damage. You aim judgment and a a blast um, juts forward, splintering the lock off of the box. A hole now sits where the lock used to be. Uh, as you open it, you look inside and aside from a few worthless personal effects, this chest contains 11 gold pieces and 60 silver pieces in a pouch that appears to be made of human skin. Oh! Ew. What? So add that to your inventory. Um, like, I'm, okay. I'm not touching the flesh pouch. I'm not even a little bit. I will. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, for the you human target, Joe. Thank you. Much appreciated. Welcome to our family. Oh, Welcome to our family. That's the family dance. Welcome. Welcome. Professor, are you familiar with human skin being needed for some sort of? Sacrifice I'm quite sure or he's not. Not that I've ever seen. No, I uh, clearly just a sick ritual that these people had. Sonex, would you mind doing the honor and I drop the bag on the floor? Do we really want to take this? No, I think Connor's having the right direction here. I think we should burn it. Sacred flame. <laughs> Cast sacred flame in the gold you take the gold out of it or you yeah. already, you remove the gold oh, from it and you um you ignite the pouch on the ground it sizzles and um and evil. bubbles as the skin pops it smells like um honestly it almost smells delicious oh. and you're repulsed by yourself as 
visions of bacon swim across your mind and you shudder away, realizing what you've thought. The room now smells like dinner. Like human bacon. I'm not sure we need to investigate anymore. Why is that, Professor? Do you like what you smell now? uh, You've unleashed it. Do you? Well, it's come about. I shouldn't say more. Anyway, uh, I think we've learned what we needed to here. Unless anyone else has any interest in these foot blockers. None. Let us continue. Entering into this ah. room, sorry, you're sorry. met with the same rough stone and, and mud walls, the moisture hanging heavy in the air around you. This room appears to be some sort of communal space. Standing at the east end of this room is an old wooden table and four chairs. To the west are four clearly defined alcoves containing moldy straw pallets that look like they were meant for sleeping. I like to just shine my lantern around and just investigate the room. Roll an investigation check. Natural 20 plus. There seems uh, to be nothing of note in this room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nothing to see. Right. Where are you going? So. We've got Double nowhere back. left to go but check out that champ. Yes, very true. We've explored okay. everything on this floor. I think we've been down long enough, and I think that we need to go strike while the iron's hot. Or, Mr. Shepard, perhaps you may just shoot, quickly shoot off the locks of all of these footlockers, and I will quickly rummage through them in case there are any clues as to the nature of this evil. Professor? Go on. You won't even need to roll. I say you take about five minutes. You shoot off all of the locks. You rummage through the footlockers. And in addition to what you already found, uh, you find a silvered short sword. Connor, do you think a silvered short sword would serve you well? Perhaps we could take this to a blacksmith and have your own weapon silvered. That would be great. Very well. Well, let us continue downward into the darkness. Down we go. You exit the um, you exit the sleeping quarters of this strange cultist underground lair, and as you make your way, Sarnax in the lead down this hallway, the ghostly chanting that has been reverberating through these walls since your descent into this strange dungeon gets discernibly louder as you head west along the tunnel. There's evil here. Uh, I need you to make a uh, perception check, please. Uh, 16. Okay. You look down a little too late as you see the absence of footsteps. You place your foot down on a place where you expected to find firm ground, but instead you're met with the rickety, uh, rotted wood as a trap door beneath you crumbles and you fall down into a, a pit covered in sharpened wooden spikes. Can I, uh, Damn. Can I, I was going to say, yeah, is there a way I could try to grab him before he falls, or is it too not, fast? Not in this case. That's okay. what he had to roll for. Um, you're going to take 13 points of piercing damage from the spikes. The pit at your feet is a 5-foot long by 10-foot deep pit. Hiding beneath it? The, uh, it is 13. Oof. Hiding beneath a false floor made of rotted wood and a thick layer of dust makes it incredibly hard to see. Now that you're aware of its existence, you can scan the rest of the hallway and easily able to discern that this is the lone trap. The rest of you are able to help pull him out. Thank but you. he wasn't able to perceive it before making his way down. You feel wounded. Um, it's not that long and you're able to quickly 
leap, the rest of you are able to leap over it, none of you taking additional damage. Sorry, you're all right. I'm fine. Connor, I would ask you to take the lead. I am wounded and low on resources. I will shine a light above you to light your way. Certainly. I'll stand in front of him and walk forward. It's obvious to all of you as you stand at the top of this 20-foot-long staircase that the ghostly chanting is originating from somewhere down below. It's dark stairs, twisted. You slowly descend the stairs, trying to make as little noise as possible. You reach the landing below and you're overwhelmed by the volume of the ghostly chanting as it now fills this room. Listening to the sound, you're not able to make out actual voices. And you realize you're now able to make out the actual voices. And you realize you understand the language. You're able to discern about a dozen or so voices as they chant over and over these words. She is the ancient, she is the land. She is the ancient, she is the land. And it continues over and over and over, looking around for the origination of the chanting. Um, you're you're able you're not able to find it, but you are able to see thirteen alcoves along the walls of this room. <clears throat> In each one sits a relic of some sort. There seem to be two exits from this room: a hallway to the northwest, and along the southernmost wall, a tunnel seems to slope downward at about a twenty-degree angle. The stones and earth visibly thick with moisture. And as you peer down the slope, you see that it descends into dark, murky water, the room ahead of it barred by a rusty portcullis. You scan the room, the chanting louder and louder as it echoes through the hallways here. You're drawn to the 13 alcoves that line the outside of this room, and each one a single relic is placed. Oh. A small mummified yellow hand with sharp claws looks to be a goblin hand on a loop of rope sits in the first. A knife carved from human bone, followed by a dagger with a rat's skull set into the pommel. An eight-inch diameter varnished orb made from a Nothic's eye. An aspergillum carved from bone, which is a brush or instrument used for sprinkling holy water. A folded cloak made from stitched ghoul's skin. A wand, a desiccated frog lashed to a stick a bag full of bat guano, a severed hag's finger, a six-inch tall wooden figure of a mummy, its arms crossed over its chest, an iron pendant adorned with a devil's face, the shrunken, shriveled head of a halfling, a small wooden coffer containing a direwolf's withered pug. That's oh. all you find. Uh, Professor, I would ask you use your Ritual. I cast, use my ritual to cast detect magic. And maybe don't through. touch anything. I'm not going to touch anything, but I'm going to go through each one and get a sense of, does anything jump out at me? None of them seem to be magical. Wow. I wow. believe this is what they call a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the red herring room, or the room of red herrings, which you prefer. Or, or, or maybe the room of we don't touch shit. Well, I agree. Uh, let's let's not walk in, in shitty, murky water. Professor, I trust your assessment, but maybe we just be moving on. I just had my shoe shine, so can we please continue? So you're heading down, uh, not the pathway that descends into the water. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. Go ahead and remove the paper there. Alcoves line the length of this room. Chains and manacles are nailed into every recess. This appears to be a block of holding cells in which the prisoners of this cult were kept. Horrific scratch markings dot the walls of the alcoves where you imagine the horrified prisoners must have worn their fingers away in a vain attempt to escape this place. There are no signs of bodies that you can tell. All that remains are the rusty shackles hanging from the walls. 
We'll do a quick look through and investigate. Uh, uh, roll a uh, roll an investigation check. As we're looking, I'll, I'll just say yes to the group. Derek Slade's got your whip. I hate to say it, but it seems like we might have to take a little dip. I am a very strong swimmer. <laughs> Sorry, I believe you. As much as I have Okay. You walk through these small alcoves, and it is as you make your way towards the back that you find, hanging on the back wall of one of the cells, is a human skeleton clad in tattered black robe. It appears to be a cult member, but it was tortured. Its eyes appear to have been removed. You search its body and you find a gold ring worth about 25 gold pieces on one of its bony fingers. Aside from that, there's nothing else here. You begin to make your way along the wall and you run your hand over it and you realize there's a small divot. And as you push forward, a door is hidden here in the wall. A small click pops it open, leading to the larger chamber. Oh, shit. You approach what appears to be some bizarre ritual chamber. The cold, damp stonework arching overhead as you peer into this 40-foot square room. The ever-present chanting continues to grow louder and louder as you approach. The smooth masonry walls providing excellent acoustics. As you firmly step inside this room, the chanting stops and silence falls over you. Trudging through about two feet of repugnant, murky water, you begin to take in the room around you. Featureless pillars support the ceiling rising about 16 feet high, and a breach in the west wall leads to a dark cave heaped with refuse. It seems that the murky water covers most of the floor. Stairs lead up to dry stone ledges that hug the walls. In the middle of the room, more stairs rise to form an octagonal dais dais that also raises above the water. Rusty manacled chains about eight feet in length dangle from the ceiling directly above the stone altar mounted on the dais, a skeletal figure still hanging aloft above the altar. Though its flesh has long since rotted away and slipping from the suspended corpse, you can see clearly the tear down the middle of the body where it looks as though this person had been nearly split in two. Hanging above the altar in this way would have bathed the entire thing in blood. Looking down at the altar itself, it appears to be carved with hideous depictions of grasping ghouls and, just as you suspected, the stains of massive amounts of dried blood. Crying your eyes from this horrific display, you notice, half embedded in the east wall, is a wooden wheel connected to chains and an obscure mechanism. Following the line of chains, it leads directly to the closed portcullis. As you begin to move toward the alcove along the west wall, it's easy to see that this is a naturally formed indentation between the stonework. A small placard on the wall reads, Lorgoth the Decayer, may he sleep or may he feast. Looking inside the alcove, all you can see is a pile of decaying earthen matter. Shepherd, perhaps you attempt to look at the signs and track. You read my mind, Sonax. I'd be happy to, considering this appears to be the end and we have not seen a sign of this beast yet. And yet we have a placard that essentially references a horrific monster. I'll use my survival skills to try to track Roll anything. advantage. Track well. Eryx is watching over us. That'd be 17. You begin to channel again and you feel the monstrous energy radiating out from the room around you. 
where it's coming from, it's hard to tell. It feels like it's coming from everywhere. But it is centered on this point, this room that you are in now. Slowly reaching for judgment, I say, uh, if I had to guess, we are in the heart of this thing's lair. I can't tell exactly where it's coming from, but it seems to be all around us at once. It might be in the waters. And I they fed the, 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 the victims on that dais there. Does the water look like it's deeper than what is this, or is it just like a shallow thing? It's a shallow two feet of oh. inky, murky water. It smells um, horrific. Like, like sewage? Like sewage. It's, yeah. it's horrible. As you trudge through it, it feels almost thick as you move your feet through it, and you can see the portacullis on the side, uh, the wheel that opens that grate that that is where the, wa- the water is coming directly from here. Um, and it looks to be about two feet deep is there as well uh, so, before it ascends so up. The, the, the grate isn't keeping the water at bay. No. Uh, as The water the, is just in the middle. As was the case with the uh, door we may have found earlier. Perhaps we, uh, I start to roll up my sleeves, get uh, that door open just in case we need to make some kind of hasty escape. I completely agree. Let me before you get dirty. Let's at least try this, and I'm gonna see if it's well oiled enough for a mage hand to be able to pull it open. The portcullis. Yeah. It's it's like a grate that comes down from the, the ceiling. The wooden wheel. Oh, the wooden wheel. The mage hand is easily able to turn it with oh. a grinding, clanking noise. I can't do it. It sounds like a myrtle or a merlock. Um, you oh. you hear the uh, clanking noise of the portcullis as it raises up out of the water and is now held aloft, the entranceway no longer barred. Let me, I, I do not think this creature would be invisible, but just in case, I'm going to conify it and just 60 feet just cast the invisible seeking radius all across the room to see if, there's, if the invisible creature is anywhere that I can't see. You cast your lantern about looking for anything invisible and nothing comes to your attention. Professor, that was good thinking. Well, it's not to say you won't have to get in the water, but... That's fine. I'm just trying to avoid it at all costs. You're currently standing in it. I'm just trying not to get any deeper in this muck. Wait, we're standing in water? I thought we were on, yes. like, a platform? Like, with, like, no, the as, as you of water, right? Mm-hmm. There are two feet of water around you. Let us go to the altar oh. and investigate. You think it's wise to step foot up there, Sarnax? We have no other choice, Shepard. I think we should maybe investigate the pile of remains and see if anything's hidden in there. Kana, if you want to take a look at the pile, I'll go with Sarnax on the dice. I'll stand right here and keep an eye on both of you. Alright, I'll go up to the pile and investigation check. Use my glaive to pick it apart, not trying to touch it. That's cocked. Ha! That almost an 18. Um... But it's a a seven. Yeah. You begin to use your glaive and you're moving through this disgusting fetid mass and bits of roots and uh, rats, dead rats are falling off of it into the water with uh, a loud splash, but it just seems to be a gigantic pile of uh, decay and rot. Sarnax and Shepard, you make your way to the dais and you step your feet out of the murky water and ascend the, the couple of stairs that lead you to the top. As you make your way to the middle, 
You begin to hear the chanting rise once more as 13 dark apparitions on the ledges overlooking the room, each one resembling a black-robed figure holding a torch. But the torch's fire looks like it's made of pure darkness and seems to draw light into it instead of to shed light. Where you expect to see faces are nothing but shapeless voids. One must die, one must die. One must die. They begin to chant in unison over and over again, louder and louder and louder, as you're both standing aloft on this dais and you do all the roll an intelligence check. Oh, all of us. goodness yes. gracious. Just a check? Yep. Natural 20. Hell yeah. 24. Uh, eight. Woo, 19, baby. Eight. Sarnax, Clayton, and uh, Shepard, you look around and you listen and you look at this dais and your attention is drawn to the blood, to the person hanging above it. And you think to yourself, if I sacrifice something, someone on this altar, that is what they're asking of me. As the realization overcomes you, you feel a, a pit of horror in your stomach as, as you look around for anything, anyone. What are you gonna do? We have to make a sacrifice while they're getting closer? The chanting is getting louder and louder. You feel the, the pressure of them uh, bearing down on you from these small insects in, in the ceiling where they shouldn't be able to be held aloft, but their incorporeal forms are able to hold themselves up at this height as they stare down around you. No, we're not We're not gonna play into their plan at this point. There's no reason for anybody to turn on anybody here. We don't need to sacrifice nothing. I agree, Mr. Shepard. Why don't we take care of them like we did all of their friends? Absolutely. I want to shoot a firebolt at one of them and see what Roll an attack. Are, are these going to be creatures? We don't know. I will no. use inspiration. We're about to find out. That's probably going to hit. Uh, 25. You outstretch your hand and you cast your firebolt and you see as the fire zooms through the incorporeal form um, bursting on the uh, the wall behind the chanting does not stop. One must die. One must die. Louder and louder in your ears. It seems to have no effect on this creature. Oh, so you said there was a person hanging above you. The no, there are, there are 13 Okay. Cultists. But nothing else hanging from but the there, chain. But there's the skeleton hanging from the chains where it looks like it was split open in its actual okay. human life and it had been bled out on the dais. But not Which that like in itself with the intelligence check was what led you to believe that this is where they sacrificed thanks to this Lorgoth. Wait, 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 wait. The cultist that I found, was he a skeleton? He was. Okay, so, so it's basically all skeletons all the way through. I'm still going to go grab the cultist and I'm going to try to throw him on the dais. You quickly run, panicking. You grab the skeleton of this cultist and you throw it on the dais. For a second, you hear silence. And then the chanting begins again, louder and louder. One must die. One must die. There's no way. There's no way we are doing anything that has anything to do with sacrifice. If those bastards want to come out here and fight us, let it be. But we're not sacrificing anybody to anything. Is there a rat in the room? Roll I, a perception Anything check. living. Can I help him because I'm by yeah. the human remains? Roll an investigate or roll an advantage. Is it perception or investigation of either? Either. Uh, 25. You quickly scan the room and you do see that in a small alcove to the side, chittering away, 
you see a quite large sewer rat. Huh? And I'm going to try to grab it with me, Shane. <laughs> Roll an animal handling check. Yeah! Big <laughs> hand this. <laughs> Twist of fate. Uh, catch the rat. Catch the rat. Catch the rat. Oh, okay. Oh, right. you, did, you made it seem like it was shit. Yeah. Uh, 17? Oh. 17? Yeah. You, uh, mage hand quickly zooms over the rat, not expecting this strange incorporeal hand to appear out of nothingness as it grabs it around the throat and begins holding it aloft towards to the me, altar. Professor. I'm gonna... I have done this many times don't, before. Don't, oh, don't, wow. don't, don't burn it, don't burn it. No, I am going to float it over to Sarnax, trying to keep, keep my hold on it. Uh, as the mage hand lifts the, the rat, rat to me, I'm, I'm going to reach into my cloak, and this is probably the first time any of you have seen this. Yep. I'm going to pull out this horrific black dagger. Oh shit! And yes. I'm going to just stab the rat and disembowel yes. it. Over the, over the dais? Oh. Over the day, over where it is, and try to like to split it down the middle in the same fashion. You take this dagger and you begin, you split it down the middle. The blood of this rat, a, a squeak resonates from its form, just as the dagger hits its flesh, but is quickly extinguished, drowned out by the sound of the chanting, "One must die." As you rip into its flesh, it begins to bleed over the altar. The chanting stops. They all point at you, Sarnax. They bow before you. They turn their attention now to shepherds still standing aloft on the dais. One must die. But you, Sarnax, feel that your um, your sacrifice has been registered with the cultists. Uh, 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 can, can, can we find another? I'm, I'm going to start immediately looking for another rat. Uh, you look around the room. I'll roll a uh, perception or an investigation check um, at, at advantage. I'm assuming Clayton's helping you. Yeah, I'll start looking for yeah, I guess, uh, 14. This is hungry, hungry hippo for you rats. Look around and Kana, Kana sees it first as she directs, directs your attention over. A rat is skittering out from under the um, fetid mass in the corner. Um, roll an animal handling check to see if you can catch it. Caught. Uh, 17. You quickly reach down and with the dexterity that you have, the practice um, of molding your mind and your body together over the course of your life, you're able to quickly grab it and you throw it across the room. It's little arms flailing as Sarna, or as uh, Shepard catches it in his hand. I'm going to immediately uh, put it under my boot and hold it and then I'm going to pull judgment and I'm going to just shoot it right in the face on the diet. You place it and hold the rat beneath your, your boot. As it squirms, you push down on the heel. You you can hear and feel a couple of the small bones crack in its body before you extinguish the life from it as the bolt of energy from judgment um, spills its blood on this altar. The, um, the sound, the chanting stops. All of the apparitions turn towards you on the day. It's the only two standing there. <laughs> Lorgoth has been appeased. And as they say this, you see as the apparitions begin to shimmer and pulse and fade and disappear. The room around you, an unnatural calm, sacrifice made to the decayer. 
the house feels a little lighter, a little less heavy around you. Well, can you understand us? Yeah, Your voice sorry. echoes throughout the room. The apparition is no longer apparent. Sorax, I can't help but think that we might have fucked up. That's exactly what I'm thinking, my good man. Uh, uh, professor, I'm sorry. I The rest of you get up here now. I'll go up to the uh, dais. Of course. We will welcome this beast. Uh, agreed, Sarnax. I'm ready. I've been ready since we stepped foot in this godforsaken house. I think if we can anger it, desecrating this altar, this dais may summon it. How do you uh, uh, suggest we desecrate something like this? Well, I can probably answer that question for you on behalf of Sarnax as we burn it. It's made of stone. How do we burn it? I can certainly try. I'm just going to cast Sacred Flame on the altar and. With us all? We're all on it. No, no, it's on the altar. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Not the whole day. Just try to bring the dragon fire. Is there anything on the altar that you guys have seen so far? I don't know. I don't think so. Was there anything on the altar? Just, just the signs just, of blood. And, and there was a plaque, right? Or was that not on the altar itself? That was against the wall okay. near the alcove that Got was it. inspected. So did we just appease something? Did we make it stronger? I would like for you all to roll an investigation check for me, please. 11, uh, 12. 17. 15. You... 17. Look around this room and you realize, though you're aching and tired, that there is a lightness to the air. The stench of death seems to be dissipating. And you feel as if the unholy presence that's lingered here has slowly faded. Did we perhaps free this place? With a couple of rats? Is that it? How? Maybe we reverse the process, but not by not providing a human sacrifice. Nothing here seems to be adding up. Kana, I would love for that to be the case. I just don't know if I believe it. Does the pile from where I'm standing, does the pile of remains look any different? It just other than the feeling of lightness is the it, area look it different? It looks the same. It smells just as horrific. I'm going to just pray and cast the the light to seek for certain secrets within 30 feet. Okay. You cast the light around you and you get nothing until you move towards the strange alcove with the fetid mass and you realize that though it looks to be decaying plant matter, it's breathing and it's sleeping. The yep. thing that I, that I nudged with, mm-hmm. with my fucking yep. glaive was alive. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm just like actually fucking nice. imagining it right now. So, Love it. So, you've noticed this. None of us have. So, I've noticed that it's alive. You've noticed that it's alive. It's breathing. It seems to be in a deep sleep. Let's not do anything rash. I, I want to take a closer look now that she's pointed it out. Just like actually trying to look at it. Rolling and I'm going to cast my lantern on it to assist. 
Uh, Keep your light low, it is alive. Looking at it, it's hard to see any shapes or forms. It looks to be plant matter twisted and knotted together. Bits of um, rotting rat carcasses and other things wedged in different places around it. Uh, A few places where bones seem to be sticking out. Though Victoria tells you it's alive and you can faintly see the rise and fall of the breath that it takes, you can find no head, you can find no limbs or no form to this. Though you know that to be true based on what she says, there is no reason for you to think that this could possibly be a creature. But your attunement to monstrosities senses it and it smells it. And you are drawn closer, and you know that this is not, this is not natural. Miss Isis, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit now, twice in one day, you see to spot something that I've been training my whole life to look for, and I, I'm sorry I missed it. I, I owe everyone here an apology. Mr. Shepard, you know, you owe none of us an apology. That's right. This is unnatural. She so, sits before us, breathing, undulating before our very eyes. I mean, this, this is this is our chance. We can destroy this thing now, all together at once. Exactly. This is our chance to track while it doesn't know that we're here. I, I don't know what lies beneath that, and I, 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 quite frankly, I'm not sure I want to know, but we came here to kill it. And here well, we are. we strike on something that we don't know its very nature? Exactly right. We were, we were lured in and told by something that was tricking us to kill the monster. What if they want us to kill it? I think very much they asked us to kill it. I don't want to play into anybody's hands here, but I swore that I'd kill whatever evil we came across. I'm not just going to walk away from this. Do we know if it's evil? The cultists. Can anyone sense that? You mean you don't mean you can't feel that? Feel it in the air, Professor. I mean, think about everything that we've walked through all night long. All I can tell you is that it's very clearly some sort of monstrous thing. How about this? How about this? Look, we, I say that we... The airfield's different. I say we go back. Maybe some of us. And we just see if anything's changed. It, it seems to not mean us any harm. Do we get any sense? Do we, get, like, do we feel like it's evil? It would be hard to tell. It's sleeping. It hasn't done anything to you. It just looks like a disgusting mass of rotting plant matter and bits of decay. Well, the, the cultists were chanting in common. Any chance this monstrosity would understand us if we spoke to it? From what I understand... It's not a bad thought. I mean, there's always a chance. My only advice would be if we wake that thing to try to talk to it, there's a very good chance that it will just attack us. I say we need to figure out why the air feels lighter before we do anything else. I agree, there is no rush. It would be unwise for us to just attack this thing when we've seemingly done something. Why would they lure us in here? Perhaps they lured us in here to make those sacrifices. Maybe they thought there was evil in our hearts and that we would sacrifice one of our, one of our own. That's what I was thinking, Connor. Could be a test. Agreed. There evil in your heart, Connor? My people think there is, but I don't think so. <clears throat> Mr. Shepherd? I've been accused once or twice, but I like to think that I keep to the right path. 
Perhaps this is an evil that we cannot deal with. There's an evil that permeates this entire land. Perhaps it is the manifestation of this evil world itself. Maybe even with the gods on our side, we cannot cleanse. How about this? Allow me to cast an alarm in front of the alcove where it sleeps. As long as I'm within a mile, I'll be able to sense if it's left. Great idea. It's your your expedition, Professor. All right, and I'll take the, the in my case, I'll take the, the silver wire and the bell and I'll lay it across uh, this entryway very quietly. You do that. Before we leave this chamber, I want to all be on the same page. What happens if we hear this alarm go off? Then we, we rush down and kill whatever says it off. I'm glad you said it, Sarnax. All right, that is amenable. Let us make haste. Let us get off the dais one at a time, and I will be the last to leave. I'll keep an eye on the monstrosity as people are making their way out. You begin to make your way beneath the portcullis and out up the ramp that leads towards the exit of this area. As all of you find yourselves leaving the area, you begin to hear the chant again. She is the ancient, she is the land. As it begins to chant and pulse from the room. We are not finished. Let us go back. I am tired of being played for fools. We'll turn, I will guide the party back to where we went with my lantern guiding the way. Sarnax, I'm not letting you go in there alone. Let us all go together. If we mean to vanquish this thing, I'm right behind. We have no other choice, let's do this. And we step towards the thing and see what we see. Where where are you stepping towards? Uh, I think You're heading towards the dais again? I would walk around the dais and keep my eyes on the uh, semi-breathing mass. The chanting reverberates around you. The breathing mass does not seem to stir. I suggest we kill whatever is sleeping here. This is the beast. This is the reason why all of these innocents died. I am ashamed we have even suggested that we leave this creature alone. I'm glad you came around, Sarnax, and I unsheathed both my weapons. There, I just feel there is... I have so many questions still. Not to say that this is an innocent creature, but we know nothing of it. We know that they were sacrificing, and I'll point to the thing, who know this was an innocent that got gutted for this creature. So it may sleep or it may feast. Well, I will offer a third alternative. It will die. And I can tell you that this is the most monstrous in the most strict sense of the term. This is not natural, and it does not deserve to remain on this plane. Say the word, Mr. Morgan. I look at the professor and I say, uh, let's fire. And we unload. I want you all to roll for initiative. Fuck! As you turn and you begin to engage with this thing, you hear the sound of these creatures, or these chan- the chanting once again reverberate. Look of the decay, we awaken thee. And as the sound fades, they chant this over and over. You begin to see the mound move and undulate as it begins to climb its way up. A shambling mound appears in front of you. You you see as 
bits of bone, human flesh, uh, rotting animal corpses sticking out of different areas of this rotting tree monster, um, plant monstrosity. Um, you all get a surprise round as you had fired in on it. Go ahead, uh, Shepard. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action uh, to cast Hunter's Mark as I raise Judgment and point at it and say, uh, Judgment has arrived, and take a shot. You do that. Gonna take a shot. Uh, 17 plus 9 is 26. To hit. Uh, so I'll get an extra d6. Uh, so that will be 15 points of damage. And I'm gonna immediately start, like, like backing up to try to, like, get towards the professor. As it begins to undulate and move towards you, the vines twisting and writhing around it, you let loose um, two of your shots, and they pierce the foliage that is growing from this um, this shambling mound, and it seems to do a little bit of damage. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's also my last Victoria. All right, I'm going to uh, just chaos bolt. Okay. Ooh. Uh, so 20 to hit. That hits. I got a 1 and an 8. So, so you choose which damage type. 1 is acid, 8 is thunder. So you choose one of those two to be the lightning on your castle. Or to choose the, the, the element the on your... The damage type. Yeah, the damage type of your lightning bolt of your castle. Yes. It might matter. But whatever you want. Yeah, thunder. Thunder. You you channel the innate the innate magic within you. You outstretch your hand, and a chaotic bolt of energy spills forth from you, swirling um, bits of um, elemental um, arcane powers. Um, vibrate and twist through the air as it slams into this creature. A loud crack spills the air, wrecks the air as you hit it with a thunder attack, doing how much damage? It slams into the form of this creature and it seems to take the full amount of damage. Mm. Oh, Clayton. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, uh, that hits. Uh, three fire damage. You hurl your moat of fire at it, and it singes part of it, but this creature seems to be um, filled, almost bursting with dark, murky liquid, and the fire doesn't seem to do as much as you would expect. Oh, shit. You said it was three? <laughs> three. So it'd take one. one. Six, one, oh, one damage. Oh. Sarnax. Interesting. I I'll raise my lantern up. It's like, you creature are responsible for all of the death and evil and destruction in this house. And by Garrett's, you shall be purged in dragon fire. And he's going to make a constant saving throw as I use Radiance of the Dawn. Ooh. DC 14. Ooh. Uh, what? Uh, you said Constitution? Yep. They got an 8. An 8, so it fails. So it is going to take uh, 18 points of radiant damage. You you said radiant damage. Radiant. Okay. You channel the power of Garrick's the Fire Lord, and you let forth this burst of radiant damage. You see bits of vines and bones clatter into or um, splash into the murky water around it, uh, taking a significant amount of damage. 
Okay, that's why she always. Oh, and then I, for my bonus action, I'm so angry that y'all say, for a good measure. Hey, you bite into it. For good measure. Uh, I'm gonna use my advantage. I really want to bite this My inspiration. Fuck. I do not hit. Twist of fate. Twist of fate. Let's do twist of fate. Yay! Twist of fate. Yes. Take one out. Take one out. Yes! We've got a lot. Uh. Shit. What, uh. 15? 15 hits? I'm gonna chomp into it. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Come on! Yes! Come on. Three points of piercing damage. <laughs> Is that worth it, really? Yes. I like the 10 HP. I like the 10 HP. I love that you like you, you like new new eat the minion. And you, like, you, you bite into the um, the plant body of this, and and you you expect to get a a thick fibrous piece of twisting vine, but you actually find your teeth sink into the um, remaining remnants of human flesh from a femur that sticks out of part of the back. Um, it no thanks. Tastes Fuck. horrid as you swallow. Yeah, I have had worse. <laughs> okay, fair, Kana. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move up to it and smack it with my naginata. Is my strength stuff still being affected? Yes. Negative one yes. strength. Yes. Uh, oh, fourteen. Fourteen misses. Twist of fate. Yeah. Twist of fate. Do the thing. Do the thing. What a twist. What a twist. What a twist. Natural 20, I feel like. Natural 1. Ah! Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Right. We got like 14 of them. We got 14. to uh, 11 now. 11 now. You get one attack. That's me. All right. Let's see. 16? Ooh, that's that hit. All right. Thank you, guys. 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. Okay, 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 okay. It's like right on the edge. <laughs> uh, so this will be uh, eight points of non-magical slashing. Yeah. Okay. You uh, slash into this creature, uh, rushing forward. You are able to um, target your blow in a way that it doesn't affect, affect Sarnax as you slice into the plant matter, severing uh, vine and flesh as you... Um, do eight points of damage, and it seems to take the full amount of it. Um, cool, that's good. I don't need to be uh, right up to it. I forgot I had a oh, reach. Yeah. Hey, we'll move it back five feet. So just move me back, I got you, like, fam. five I got feet. You. Um, and uh, that'll that'll be my turn. Top of the round, Shepard. All right, I'm going to roll double 20s right here. Do you want to use Hunter's Mark first? I did. I used it on my first. I yes. took one attack on the oh, first oh, round that I passed Hunter's Mark. Remember, because I said, oh, that's your right. judgment is right. Oh, that's right. That was, <laughs> that was, that was cool. <laughs> Very cool. I rolled double fours instead of twist double. Stuff. I'm going to use a twist of fate. Is it plus nine? Attack. It is, but I'm still going to use a twist of fate. Oh, yeah, that misses, yeah. yeah. You use two of them. You use two of them. All right, I'll use two. Two? Wait, yeah. what? I can two attacks. This is the final oh. boss. And I just rolled double fours, but I meant to roll double twenties. I forgot. Well, I got an 18 plus 7, or plus 9, which is 27. Mm-hmm. I got a 5 plus 9, which is 14. So 14 and 14 27. misses, but Damn the it. other one hits. All right. Uh, it still end up going to be 13 points of damage. Nice. Redemption doesn't seem to be able to find its mark, but points. that doesn't stop you from pointing judgment and, and blasting into this thing. Minutes, right? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes. Sorry, and I it's, it's uh, armor class is 15. So, oh, no, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14 damage. 
Gotcha. Um, Judgment is able to find purchase as yet again you see um, further bits of uh, foliage and uh, other refuse um, spewing off of this thing as you are throwing all that you have at this creature that shambles towards you. Uh, Victoria, I'm going to reach out for Chosen Punch. Uh, 13. Pat Twist. Yeah. Do it. Let him do, do the thing. Do, do the, the thing. thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. There's a thousand of them. Do the thing. The night is young. And you all be The night is dark and full of Give it a good. Uh, 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 Zip. It's a seven plus. It's a seven seven plus what? A seven plus five. Six. It's a twelve. Oh yeah, no, that misses. I'm sorry, my darling. <laughs> this shambling creature stumbles towards you. The shambling creature stumbles um, towards you. Sarnax in front. It is going to make two slam attacks down against you. Eighteen. Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one hits. Eleven points of damage for the first slam against you. Um, seven points of damage for the second. It hit with both. It is then going to try to engulf you in its form. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh, uh, twenty something. You are able to withstand it as it slams down against you. It begins to move towards you, the vines wrapping and swirling around you as it attempts to pull you into its fetid form. But you are able to shrug it off. You use your teeth to rip at some of the vines and you're able to withstand its grapple. Um, And that is its turn. Gareth, the Fire Lord, protects him from evil such as you. Clayton. Uh... Now I'm just gonna stand back here, and I'm going to just cast my fireball at it. You feel yourself overcome with horror at this creature, and you splash through the murky water, run to the side, and attempt to cast your firebolt at it, but it is smacked out of the way by one of the vines. So you miss. Uh, yes. It is Sarnax's turn. I am going to disengage. And I'm going to say, Kana, I'll let you take this for now. And I'm going to back <laughs> up 30 feet. That's my turn. Kana. Um, do I get this, with its size and whatnot, do I get the sense that it can't be, like, knocked over prone in its current mush state? Um, I would say you imagine it would probably be pretty difficult to knock something like this prone. You don't know if it's impossible, but you know it'd be hard. Okay. Um, I will just whack it with my Naginata. Oof, that's a two, plus four is six. That misses. I will withhold, because I used a whole bunch last time. You attempt to slide in, but the uh, vines undulating and swaying make it so difficult for you to find a place where you can uh, wedge in your glaive. Um, It is now Shepard's. All right, double points coming at you. I'm just gonna unload (laughs) and fire two shots. Shepard. Two shots in the uh, in the, the monster's face here. Uh, Sixteen and fifteen plus nine for each is going to be twenty-five. Is that it? Barely, barely, barely. Damn. 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 Barely. Uh, it's going to be eleven. Fuck uh, you. Plus five is sixteen. Plus ten is twenty-six points of damage. Oh, fuck. Thank you, Honors Mark. 
You quickly move in with redemption and you fire judgment behind your back. You let a shot out. They both hit at the same time doing a significant amount of damage. Oh, shit. Then I'm just going to back up another uh, 10 feet. Victoria. Okay. Uh, I'm going to chaos bowl. <laughs> Twist it, 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 it slams into the creature. I really need to just stop. What, what, what is it? Jesus Christ, four points of damage. But, but what are, hold on, the, the, you got a double ones. It just jumps to yeah, the target. Ones. Ones. I will allow it to jump back to it. Ooh. What, is, what does that mean? You do it again. So it hits and then it splits and it's going to hit it again. So you get so, to roll okay, the damage cool. again. Two and a seven. Cold or psychic? Yes. You see as you see as um, the swirling mass shifts to an to an inky or not an inky to a vibrant um, almost uh, fluorescent green as it turns into damage and splatters on this creature doing um, a bit of damage to it. It bounces and begins to swirl again, coalescing in a strange chaotic shift of elemental magic as it turns into. Cold damage. Cold damage. And what did you, how many points? 11 points. 11 points of damage. You see as it turns into a frosty giant snowball crashing down on it, um, doing, you would expect 11 points of damage, but similar to the fire, it seems to shrug off a few, um, a bit of this, doing five points of damage. For cold? Yeah. It's uh, resistant to cold and fire. I believe that. Oh, because it's water. Yeah. yeah. Not resistant to fire. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Good luck, Kana. I wish I could do something. Lorgoth stumbles forward, its wounds ever present on its body, but it does not relent as it moves closer towards Kana. It's going to attempt to make um, two slam attacks against you. Um, the first one is 11 to hit. Nope. Um, oh, wait. 14 to hit was the first one. Nope. Okay. Um, and then this one is 16 to hit. That is. One of its slams comes down immediately next to you. You're able to dodge out of the way. Unfortunately, you dodge directly into the line of the second fist as it comes down around you, um, doing a total of 12 points of uh, bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. Oh, nope, sorry, I lied. 16 points of bludgeoning damage. I have to remember to add the modifier. I'm really bad about that. Yeah. Don't oh, remember yeah. it, don't remember it. Don't remember it? Yeah. <laughs> 16 points Terrible. of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And that is <laughs> the end of its turn. Clayton. Does it seem like it could speak a language if it wanted to? You, you seem to think that it might understand something as the cult. Well, you don't know whether the cultist woke it up or whether you woke it up by attacking it. Um, but... It hasn't said anything to you. It doesn't seem like it has a mouse that it was so using. So it doesn't really speak, speak that Yeah. Right. I would say you could probably look at it and see it's not going to speak language. Um, well. 
I'm not sure what more I can do. Yeah. Firebolt! <laughs> It's, it's resistant to fire. It's, I guess you have to do it. literally like, can't do anything else. Damn. And the level two is Nice. Yeah. 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 Stuff, that hits. So. Right, which is awesome. Yeah. It'll come in handy. Yeah. Which is yeah. my thing, right? Don't worry. Four fire damage. So, so two, I'll do the math for you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank damage. you. That was really difficult for me. Yeah. Um, wow. The fire <laughs> seems to um, <laughs> extinguish. Up, like, The moment it hits, the moisture in this creature seems to extinguish the bolt of fire that you hurl at it, but it does seem to do a little bit of damage to it. Uh, Sarnax, did you Uh, Dexterity saving throw. Sacred flame. You will be purged in hellfire. 19. 19 passes. Nothing happens to it. Connor, it's your turn. Poor Sarnax, man. I'm glad I have a chapel. What would you guys do without us? Me and Kama, man. That's the gonna, point of Marshalls, I'm right? I'm going to use the bonus action to chug Seriously. a healing potion. The that. last one of me I have, which is four plus two, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. six healing. Um, and then I will make another attack on it. Let me do the heal first real quick. Six healing. All right, I think this one will finally hit uh, with a 20. Yeah. That hits. Get him. Uh, six points of slashing. Your glaive strikes true as you slice it up through the, um, the foliage of this creature, severing uh, tendrils of plant matter. Um, realizing that there was some rotting corpse deep within it as your glaive pierces through it, the hole uh, opens up and you see bits of intestines, rotting blackened intestines begin to spill out at your feet from whatever was inside of this creature. But it does a significant amount of damage. I am, uh, I'm gonna burn my action surge and take the dodge action as I am barring it from going any further past me if I can help it. You do that. I'm gonna take two shots and I'm gonna hit double twice right here. Okay, well I hit double sixteens. One four hundred chance. Wow. Oh, I did double fours. Now I'm doing double sixteens. You might as well be the same uh, thing. They both hit. They do both hit. Um, I'm gonna let them have it here. Uh, that's gonna be eight plus nine is seventeen. Twenty-seven points of damage. Fuck yeah, man. You take redemption and you take judgment and you step forward. The sound of your boots, um, even in this strange murky water, you can still hear the clack of the steel toes against the stone beneath the water. Mm-mm. How do you want to do this? <gasps> um, what? So watching, watching Kana just be an absolute hero and be like, I'm going to not let this thing pass. I'm going to fire off redemption. And then as I step forward, I will say, there will be no redemption for you today. Only judgment. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and fire off a final shot to uh, send this man. As you, fire off, as you fire off judgment, it swirls through the air. It's almost as if time slows down. All of you see the swirling magic of, of his weapon as it pierces in to the form of this creature. It explodes within it. The entire thing begins to fall over as it explodes around you, flesh and bits of plant everywhere, all over the place. But for some reason, the wind rushes past you from the explosion of this um, this bullet, for the sake of it, um, exploding within it. Um, it seems to miss you as the wind blows your hair back. You 
and holster your weapons. However, it is at this moment the room around you begins to quake and you hear the cultist chanting, The end comes, death be praised. And they begin to chant this over and over again. The ground below you begins to shake. The water is, you can see as it moves and undulates beneath your feet. The walls around you, you see bits of clay and dirt begin to fall around. It feels like the dungeon itself is about to collapse around you. Time to go. And I need you guys to roll for initiative. It is end for you. What? Yeah. Um. The house around you begins to shake and move, and Fuck. you feel as the walls begin to crumble. And what are you guys gonna do? We're gonna run through the portcullis, up and around, and through the trap door, up into the hunting lot, and get the fuck out. You run, you speed as quickly as you can. Um, here, dodging, um, falling uh, pillars and rocks as they begin to cave down around you. Uh, you are limber, you are capable. I need you all to roll dexterity saving throws, please, as a Dex, you say? Dex. Oh, wait, I'm not Andrews. Dex, you say? I would That's like to use I a twist of fate. I got a natural do. one. I got a two. Should I use one? one? Please. On the map in front of you, please. I got an 11. Oh my God. Use it, use it, use it. I'll use a twist of fate as well. So what is that, three twist of fates? Yeah. Are we out? Should we lose the If we use one more, we'll have three left. Yeah, use them. Yeah. Fuck it. I got, I'm good on that. 17. Oh, much better. 19. Right. I have an 18. 18. Dex saving throw. 11. You are all able to um, move with swiftness, the chanting reverberating incredibly loud around you. The end comes, death be praised. Over and over and over again as the walls shake, but you miss every falling rock, every falling pillar, as everything's shaking. You're climbing up the ladder towards the um, towards the uh, the hunter's den, and you feel the wood crack beneath you, but you reach down and help each other up, and you spill out into the room around you. Um, every The fire begins to roar and billow up, spilling smoke into this room. You feel like you're choking as the room itself um, fills with smoke. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna use a bonus action to cast Expeditious Retreat for my vestige uh, vestige uh, armor. And uh, I'm gonna dash around and try to uh, shove people as quickly as possible <laughs> out the front entrance. You, you're <laughs> in the Hunter's Den right now. Oh, Hunter's Den. You were yes, in the Hunter's so Den, and as, right, right. as yeah. you look around, you're choking on the smoke that's billowing out of this roaring fire. You look to the windows, and you see that where once windows covered by those thick curtains are now bricked up, uh, al- oh, bricked shit. up openings. No exit through the windows. You turn your attention to the door. Where a door once stood is now a swinging scythe, swinging back and forth, barring your way. Oh, shit. Uh, to the front door! Fuck! There's right, a scythe! We have to go through the scythe, right? I'm yep. literally just gonna try to, like, tuck and roll through it. I need you to roll. Uh, well, Connor, what are you gonna do? Yeah, sorry. Go Initiative. Um, I'm gonna see if I can quickly, like, stop the scythe mm. and, like, as it, with the momentum while it's swinging back, see if I can lodge it either with my glaive and see if I can help people through. You okay. uh, go ahead and make an acrobat. Okay. An acrobat. Okay. Oh, uh, twist. Twist. Yeah, come on. Twist, 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 twist
One more? You... Uh, you uh, attempt to do this, and it is moving too fast. You know move. that should you be able to block this, it would break your weapon in two. Your best bet is going to be to try and quickly um, roll through when the blade is at its highest point. Does it look like it's breakable? Victoria, it is your turn. Oh, it doesn't oh. look like it is breakable. Oh. What do you want to do? Uh, so seeing that it's... Mm, shit. I can't hold it back. We have to run, just run through. Would fire, do I get the sense that Fireball would like hold it back or melt it or do anything? You don't get the sense that it would do anything. So I'm just fucked. We should all just run through yeah. in time if the best we yes. can. The house shakes and creaks around you. The floorboards overhead and beneath you groaning I'm gonna with take every no bit of action, movement. but just run through. I need you to make a dexterity and acrobatics check, please. Uh, 10. You. Look at Kana attempting to hold this, um, hold this open for you, and you see as the blade swings, and you believe that you've timed it. If she holds that up for you, you should make it through. You attempt to slide through, but she cannot hold it in place as the blade swings down, slicing at your flesh. Your arm is ripped open by the that. pristine slice of this blade as you take. 17 points of slicing damage, slashing damage, but you do manage to tumble through the door. The blade continues sure. to swing. Clayton, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Yeah. Um, Professor, there's no time. We got to go. I will uh, immediately, yeah, I will. Roll an acrobatics check. 17? You watches Victoria, the gash in her arm, bleeding profusely, and you look your innate sense of understanding the way things work. You see the way it swings and you realize she ran just a second too soon. You don't wait until it begins its ascent. You instead wait to move as it is descending. And as you run forward, you roll through and you are able to make your way through without taking any damage. We have inspiration. Um, I have uh, Strength of the Brave. When damage that isn't radiant from a critical hit reduces you to zero HP, which this would have. Yeah, you make a charisma saving throw DC 5 plus the damage taken on a success. You instead, zero, right? you instead drop to 1 HP. But yep. that's a critical hit, right? No, anything. It's, it's a hit when damage that yeah. isn't radiant or from. Oh, that takes you to zero. Because okay. okay. so 5 plus the yes, damage you taken. Do that. So the DC is 20. Three, two, twenty-two. So yes, 22. So you'd have to hit twenty-two. Let's do this. I mean, yeah, you, you have inspiration. Yeah, so take a oh, roll. Yeah, see what happens. Let's see what and happens. Inspiration. Inspiration. Eight. Inspiration. Use your inspiration. Use your inspiration. Yeah. Yep. See so what you get. We just got. You got it like. 20, you got it like eighteen. There we go. Fourteen plus. Five. Close. 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 Five. Nineteen. That was very close. But it is not enough. So you are you fall unconscious. You see as she's as she stumbles forward, you you roll through, she's clutching her arm. She looks at you for a second as she's going to speak, and then you see as her eyes roll back. This, or this, she looks down at the side of the blood. She blinks as all the blood rushes to her face. Her eyes roll back and she falls unconscious on the floor at your feet. Um, right? Yes. Yes. Uh Sarnax. Shepherd. You are more dexterous than I am. Can I count on you to administer a healing potion? Absolutely, Sarnax. Get going. I'm going to say, Garrix, give me strength. Give me speed. And I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. And, and run through. All right. I need uh, an acrobatics check. Don't forget inspiration. Fuck. I haven't used mine yet. Uh, how many twists are left? 
A couple. You have your inspiration, right? No, I used it. Oh, we have two left. Use, use one. Use it 100%. Take one out. Uh, uh, good enough. Uh, acrobatics, uh, 16, 19. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Yeah. You, once again, look, you lower yourself to the ground and almost in a strange um, crawling motion, you see as he skitters across the floor and whips himself around the blade. You do not take any damage from it. boy. Shepard. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to run and dive through, trying to time the best I can. Uh, and my goal is if I make it to the other side, I want to use my bonus action to like rapid quaff a potion to Victoria. Just rapid quaffing is only for yourself. Just kidding. It's uh, an action to give it to someone. Or if you have cure wounds. Uh, I'm out of spells. Oh. And Unfortunate. healing word is the bonus action. Cure wounds. Okay, spells. so I'm just going to try to make it through. Yes, so it's, uh, it's uh, acrobatic. You can use your actions. Yeah. Uh, he has to use his action to get through. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration. You got this. You got this. Uh, it's a 12. Use it. Use it. Uh, I got plenty of hit points. Uh, you. You look at Sarnax as he skitters beneath the blade. You look to Kana with a tip of your hat, a howdy ma'am from your lips, or something that you would say in Yoda. What's to do? to do? You, you attempt to slide. Um, you, you attempt to slide between the blade, and you make it to the other side. You look around. You did it. As you look down and you see the blood pooling around your abdomen, a slice across your side, the adrenaline pumping through you, you did not feel as the sharp blade sl um, slid bitch. into your flesh. And you take nine points oh, of damage. Nothing, I'm gone, baby. Ah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna rush over to Miss Isaacs, even though that was my action, I'll end my turn attempting to, you know. The house begins to shake and undulate, Kana, you are still in this this room, the the fire billowing um, ever, ever faster. You begin to start choking on the, um, you begin to start choking on the flames here. I need you to make a constitution, actually need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. As the smoke in all of yes. these rooms, um, not including you, you will oh, take yeah, one failed death save. Oh, because you, shit. Because you cannot prevent against this. I need you all to make the 20. constitution saving throw. 20. I got a six. Trying to decide if I should use an inspiration for an 11. I am out. I'm Actually, I'm going to just use an 11. Uh, you got a 12? I got a uh, 25. You got, got a six. Six? Uh, you got a failed death save. You got an 11. 11. You are able to shrug off the smoke as it tries to make its way down in um, into your <laughs> lungs. Um, the violent shaking of the house, the roaring of the fire getting louder and hotter and heavier. Shepard, you, however, are not able to shake off as the um, encroaching smoke as you begin to cough and retch against it. It is pouring down into your lungs. You are going to take one poison damage. Ooh, um, never better. And <coughs> that ends the house's turn. Kana, you're still in the hunter's den. What are you going to do? Um, seeing that everyone has made it through successfully, uh, I'm going to try and pad myself a little bit more just in case I get sliced up and just use my bedroll that's in my pack and wrap it around myself and try to dart through. Roll a uh, acrobatic check. <laughs> Ooh, I'll use my inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Uh, there we go. Acrobatics. Mm -hmm. Twenty-three. You 
wrap the bedroll around yourself, holding it close, breathing into it, uh, helping to diffuse some of the smoke that's billowing around you. As you quickly watch the blade whip through, slice through the air, the smoke in here is so thick, you can see the blade slicing through the smoke where it clears a path for just a second before it fills the area again. You roll underneath it, you take no damage. Um, all of you are now in this room together. Victoria, I need you to make another death saving. I need, you make you to, I need you to make a death saving throw, please. Yeah, you, you have 19 numbers to choose from. Don't choose one. Fuck we, you guys. We have twist. We have one twist left. Fuck you guys. Juice me, assholes. There. There, there we go. Pass. What is it? Pass. 17. Oh, here you go. Good. Never better. One fail, one pass. Clayton, it is your turn. I will... Pop a health potion out and shove it in their mouth. All right, Sarnax. Uh, May you give me one? I'm gonna sprint for the door. Looking at the door once again, where this door was, her body. a swinging scythe is in place of the door. You look past it, and you see the same thing at the entrance. You have two more of these to get through. But the light of the early morning sun cresting over, you can see it's just out of reach. Two more sides in your, in your barring your path. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the front door is, is every single sides. door in this house okay. has been turned into but swinging is it, sides. Just, this is the main door, isn't it? You have left the wolf's den. You now the... found yourself in the main door. Oh, you fuck. then have to make your way it through the mahogany doors, which now have a scythe oh, in it, into the foyer, and then I... out the front door into the oh, portico. Right. So, so just two left? Two left. Oh, I'm golden. Oh, I'm never, never, never fell there, baby. <laughs> All right, Sarnax, make your um, acrobatics check. I've never felt so helpless. <laughs> Renee's not here to do her great cleric things. 14. You attempt to do just as you had before. You crouch down and begin to skitter through. And your the tip of your tail is sliced from your body oh, as shit. you take 15 points of slashing damage. You you reach forward and you see you see the tip of your tail squirming and wiggling on the floor you reach for it and as you as you grab it and squeeze it spurts of blood begin to to pulse from it your eyes roll backwards and you fall unconscious on the floor but he's but he's like in between there he is he is now in the um entryway Alright, so we're all here. So we get from one more twist. Chef's turn? Mm-hmm. Chef's like, Sarnax, no! As a bonus action, he's gonna pop a potion and then he's gonna fucking go for it. Alright, uh acrobatics or yeah, an acrobatics check. I'm gonna need those hit points first. Uh the seven, seven. Okay, I'm gold, I'm golden, baby. Never felt better. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Sarnax, I'm coming for you, buddy! Uh, uh, this is acrobatics? Yes. This is a 14. You roll your way through. You're distracted by seeing a friend fallen behind you, another in front of you. You attempt to roll your way through, and once again, you believe that you've made it. But as you look down on the opposite side, now bleeding from two sides of your body, you are going to take... Oh, God damn it. Ten points of slashing damage. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, Hex. Are you all right? The house 
once again begins to shake and undulate between you, um, you will take, both of you will take a failed death save. Oh God! That puts you. That puts you at two. I'm back. She went up to eight. Oh, you healed. Never mind. Then I need. You will take a failed death save. I need the rest of you to make a uh, Constitution saving throw. As smoke begins to billow. Actually, no, I am wrong. The the two of you do not. Sarnax, you don't take that failed save. There is no fireplace in the room with you. Oh, thank God. And so the two of you are fine. The three of you, I need to make that. Oh my God! Thank you, Jesus. Fifteen. Twenty-two. What did you get? 18. With your hands over your mouth, you're coughing and sputtering, but you are not inhaling the deep gulps of smoke as they billow up into the room. Your eyes sting with the 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 painful uh, tinge of the smoke. The sides swinging back and forth in the doorways. For some of you, still two left. For one of you, darkness. The other. The outside is so close. You can smell and feel the cold so morning air. Um, oh, yeah. Kana, it is your turn. What are you yeah, going to do? Do I feel like the slit where the blade is coming out of is wide enough for me to, to shove like a short sword through it to lodge it? It looks like a short sword would simply go in and then fall out with the movement of this. It's going so fast. Do I see anything around me that would be large enough that I could lodge in there to try to stop it? Uh, roll an investigation check. Don't waste time, need to get through. Uh, 21. Uh, you looking around, you, you're scanning this room as quickly as you can, but it is filled to the brim with smoke. And you, you think back to what you saw when you, you came in here, and this area of the room was fairly scarce, and there is nothing that looks like it would hold that blade at bay. There's no, like, logs of wood in the fireplace or anything like that? The fireplace is roaring. They're crackling and brittle. Okay. Um, there is nothing in here that would stop it. Does anyone have an extra health potion? I've used all of mine at this point. Um, we have one twist of fate left? One. I think you, I have the one. Connor, what are you going to do? I drank you have two. I have two? You just got to run through. I'll just run through. You haven't used any, have you? All right, acrobatics. Why do I have two? Uh, 21. You need single. You... You look around and realize that attempts to stop these blades are futile and you are going to have to rely on the dexterity of your body. Even though chaos reigns around you, you begin to channel and focus your mind in the ways that you were taught to do so. And it almost seems as if the blade itself slows down as you watch the way that it moves, this beautiful, deadly dance in front of you. You quickly move to the side and you spin as if you're going to go through just as the blade would hit, but you know better as you spin the other way, dancing beneath these blades as if carried by the wind itself and you make your way through completely unscathed. Can I run up to uh, Sarnax and try to like medicine check him to try to stabilize him? Or is that, uh, that be like- That would be an action. Okay. Yeah. yeah, to stabilize would be an action. I just um, tried to like lift him up and shove him towards the next one. His, the severed end of his tail held in his hand. Um, Victoria. Uh, <laughs> Give me one of your potions, please. Before you go. Oh, toss. Um, Get through, just run. I was gonna, uh. What can you do? Do you have anything to boost, like, saving You can fucking make your tail back. <laughs> <laughs> and not from far away. I mean, you gotta make it through into this room. You just gotta go. We gotta go! Wait, so who made it through? I'm, I'm, gonna, run. Run. I'm gonna run. Yeah, you don't have a choice. All right, yeah. acrobatics. Got this. Fuck. 
17. Holy shit. Good. You clutch onto your, your prayer beads of Ill, Illmater and you say a quick prayer. You close your eyes so and you pray for the guidance from your deity to lead you through. And with blind faith, you walk beneath the blades, taking no damage. Yes. Good sorry, job. Good job. Oh, oh, no, it's Clayton. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Time it and then run and. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're good. You got it. Dex? Yeah. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. It's an acrobatics. Oh, it is. 13. 13. You. You look at the swing of the blade, and once again, you believe that as no! two of the fingers on your hand are severed flesh. They fall to the ground. Blood begins to spurt out as you take. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 12 points of damage. No! <laughs> He's alive! He's alive! <laughs> Vanessa! <laughs> Oh my god. It's okay. But Mikey's like, I know, in this game, no, I like body horror. Mikey's like, you lose two fucking fingers! <laughs> fucking size. I fucking hate Where's my swatch? I'd say my handkerchief on. Sarnax, I need you to make a death saving throw for me, please. A two, I failed. Thank god it wasn't a one. Shepard! No, yeah, he does. All right, Shepherd, I, 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 as, I see, as I see Clayton coming through the fingers, I shout up, Professor, get a lazy go! And I shove a potion down Sarnax's throat. You do this, and that is your action. The house once again undulates and moves around you. The blade in front of you, one blade in front of all of you, is holding you away from the, from the cool night air. You can feel the breeze warming your heated flesh as the, as the smoke undulates and billows at the back of you. Your skin is warm, you feel feverish. Some of you are missing bits and pieces of you. You're, you're heaving, you feel on the verge of retching, and there is one blade in front of you as you see the house shake some more and the blade begins to move faster and faster. Kana, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna go through. Go, Kana, you can do this! Oh, Jesus. We have one twist of fate left. I've How much hit points do you have? I have 12. Yeah. You might be okay. Uh, 10. You immediately see Sarnax begin to choke up blood, still clutching the severed piece of his tail in his hand. You look, but you you see that the way the blade is moving faster, you lurch forward and dive through. As you do, you feel the blast of cold air hit your skin, and you intake breath as you look behind you and you see a huge chunk of flesh rended from the side of your forearm. You are going to take... Ten. And you are safely outside. You can see the smoke billowing. The every single window in the house from this vantage point you can see is bricked up. The decay and moss creeping ever deeper into this house. It looks far more decrepit, far older, far more imposing. As you look at it from this vantage, the entire thing is moving and undulating in the trees. Smoke billowing out of it. Your friends inside looking horrified. Victoria, it is your turn. I don't want to play. <laughs> Victoria, there's no time. Get moving. Victoria, don't hesitate. Go. 
we have one twist left. We have one I'm just like in total fucking fear. Um, I'm going to just around myself, bolster, bolster myself with necromantic uh of life. And one D4 plus four temporary hit points. So roll the D4. Life. Nice. Ew, you fucking pyramids. Yeah. You fucking pyramids. <laughs> Literally can't take that with me. my big fingers. Next! Every hit point eight, in the count here. Eight like, temporary no. hit points. That's really good. I'm bolstering myself with eight points of uh, a yeah. little goo, and then I'm just going to run. I need you to roll an acrobatics Acro. check. You got this. Come on, babe. I hate this. It's okay, it's, it's okay. It's the last one. 13. That's pretty good. Uh, you got this shit. Two, so uh, 15. Oh. That's it? That's good. You bolster yourself with this false life. You see as this strange purple necromantic energy begins to swirl around Victoria. Once again, she clutches her prayer beads to Ilmater. She extends her hand before her and she walks through the blades, eyes closed, unscathed. What? Oh, shit. Oh, 15 yeah, is the DC. Yeah. Professor, are you all right? No. So she's through. No! Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> we need to live! <laughs> Sorry. There's no time to just get out of there! There's no time to hesitate. Follow Victoria. Go! Oh, I hate this. Uh, I'm going to. I want to uncork the helmet and stick it in my teeth, but like not drink it. Try to like. <laughs> Don't like I can you guys in my Why are you just it? Why are you just drink it? No, I did two through. I'd rather have it on my person. Gallows humor. At the very least. I just look at him. I say, Clayton, go. <laughs> Am I wrong? Roll an acrobatics check. Uh, fucking eighteen. Uh, okay. You hold on. Okay. You hold on to your severed fingers. They're in your left hand as you're holding down um, onto your right, and the pulsing of the blood rushing to the area. Before I do that. Can I take off my hat? Godspeed, I don't want to throw it through the glaive. <laughs> you, you throw it through the glaive. It sails through easily, and you quickly move through, and the, the blood rushing to your fingers, pounding in your head. You feel everything slow down, the panic and the adrenaline finally getting to you, but you are able to make it through unscathed. Oh, oh my God. Keep going on now, can I cork it? I'm ready for you, whatever happens. Sarnax. Holding Sarnax, I'm like, all right, buddy. Are we all through? No, no, the three of you are. The three of you are. Don't worry about the tail. We'll reattach that bit, but you gotta get up on your feet and get going. The professor's through there, right? Yeah. I'm through. I'm gonna cast mending on his fingers. I'm um, not sure who said that. the next round, oh, we'll get oh, to oh, oh, different okay. actions. Yeah. Come on, Sarnax. <laughs> you, you can do it, buddy. I believe in you. Garrix, <laughs> I am counting on you to guide me through this house of evil. And 
fuck? See me through to your light, and I'm gonna cast guidance on myself and walk through with with acrobatics. That is a 17 plus. Holding your lantern out, you channel your divine connection with uh, with Garrix as um, as uh, radiant fire begins to swirl around you and you charge forward, resolve in your heart. You will not be slain this day as you walk through this blade unscathed. Oh, Shepard. Okay, I see I see my scaly buddy make it through. I steal myself and I say, uh, Oh, Shep. All right, Doc. I told you I'd see you again. And I make one uh, last dive through the old uh, doorway here. Twist, twist, twist. Here's the door. It's the last twist. one. It's the last fucking Come twist. Come on, y'all. Kiss it. There you go. Yes! 21. Yes! 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 You. You look out to the early morning, the sun rising up, and you think, I will see you again. As you move forward, you hold your hat to your chest, and you roll through the blade. Your eyes tight as you wait to feel that same slice pierce through your body, but it never comes. The morning air begins to swirl around you. The house, the house quiets, the smoke no longer billowing. Sarnax, you look down at the bloody stump of your tail and you see it's not missing the tip. It's there. Clayton, you're holding on your fingers. It's throbbing viciously. But as you unfurl them, you see that they are firmly attached. The house quiet behind you. The sun slowly cresting over the peaks of the mountains in the distance. You begin to hear the sounds of animals awaking in the early morning air. It is at this point that you hear the fluttering sound of wings. And slowly at your feet, a large letter is dropped to you. You look up and you see a black bird, brilliant feathers shining in the pale morning light. And what you what you read is, Hail to thee of might and valor. I, a lowly servant of Barovia, send honor to thee. We plead for thy so desperately needed assistance. The love of my life, Irina Kolyana, has been afflicted by an evil so deadly that even the good people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her wound, and I would have her saved from this menace. There is much wealth in this community. I offer all that might be to thee and thy fellow, if thou shalt but answer my desperate plea. Come quickly, for her time is at hand. All that I have shall be thine. Kolyan Indirovich, Bergomas. And that is where we'll end the session. Wow. Holy shit! Did it! What's he saying? Wow. One fucking You guys, you guys didn't die.
Holy shit. To be is fair, that a fucking 15 to I want to know, fails. seriously. Wait, is that actually What are the odds? Huh? Is that Willing? Is that Travis Willingham? Oh, hey! Travis It's great. You're I love you. We love you. You you want to come play Girls of Strong? Why? You've just been through a lot. Oh, my God. So we well, it's it great through. to see you in chat. Thank yeah, you for having me in. That's so freaking oh, cool. Holy shit. Oh, Make wow. Oh, my <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh Thank my you. Thank you. Good gods. Uh, and as the session is ending, Sarnak's turned with his lantern and his hand glows with fire. Like, I'm going oh to God. burn these ruins to the fucking ground. <laughs> Despite the best efforts of the Death House, the heroes survived with all their appendages intact. With the cursed ruins behind them, the expedition must venture into Brovia village and discover what darkness looms over the town. See if they can keep their sanity in Chapter 2 of Curse of Stradania, Sins of the Father. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons & Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family. <laughs>